Welcome, everybody, to Papa Spice's Hot Takes with Hans and Harry. I am uh, Papa Spice. Uh, Harry, how are you doing tonight? You know, Papa, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I'm really looking forward to this weekend. Um, we got, uh, you know, the new Bond movie coming out, which uh, I'm a huge mm-hmm. fan of. Uh, I did, you know, for the listeners, get Chris a box set of the previous movie. So we'll hear from him in a minute if he's if he's done his deep dive to get ready for this that movie. Um, but yeah, just really looking forward to some Harry time. It's it's been a couple stressful couple last couple weeks but some fun ones and uh you know me and chris we we went down to disney together um just me and him um we actually went with our wives and family so long answer uh i'm doing good good uh hans how about you how was your time in disney uh it was good there was a lot a lot of people um which it was the 50th anniversary so we went down um there was like seven of us so uh it was fun it was short like Thursday to Sunday vacation, but um, we actually got a lot done. Um, Harry and I did a, a couple hours in Pandora, so that was nice. Yeah, and uh, got Drop Avatar too, Jimmy. Come one, on, yeah. Jimmy C. <laughs> the one thing I've never done before is eat an entire fish. So <laughs> that that was something that I wasn't expect I was going to be doing on Thursday. But uh, oh man, yeah. do For you like seafood? Oh, yeah. I, I love oh, seafood. Here we go. Okay. I love seafood. Greg, this was the same conversation <laughs> we had at the, at the restaurant. The waiter told me and at, Chris at the table is along with our buddy Ray. Uh, it was a whole fish. Neither one of those two heard that. And then I told Chris, what a bold choice to get the whole. I think it was like a sea bass. He, I was like, what mm-hmm. a bold choice by you. Look at snapper. you living. <laughs> and I was a snapper. I'm sorry. And the whole fish came out. I had bones and all. Um, wow. and it was, uh, it was pretty hysterical to watch Chris's face, uh, slowly realize I ordered a whole fish. Um, <laughs> and, uh, only downside of Disney, it was 90 degrees every day. Um, so yeah, it was, was uh, pretty off putting for October. So sadly, wow. Well, yeah. I, uh, Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I wasn't going to say anything else. Harry covered the heat. <laughs> uh, I didn't get to go to Disney with you guys, obviously, yeah, but, sorry, um, loser. Yeah, it's all right. Uh, but I did get to do something definitely not as fun, which is I went to go see Venom. Let there be carnage. I didn't want to see it initially. You saw it. You went and saw it. Ooh, I did. I did. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, and I didn't. I told you guys I didn't want to see it initially. And the more I heard about this post credit scene, non spoiler, but people were just like, "It's gonna blow your mind," and like all this stuff. So I'm like, I can smell it already. All right, let me go see it. I basically went to go see this movie for the post credit scene uh, and I was just going to go by myself. But then when I told Janet, hey, do you mind if I pop out to go see this? She's like, no, I want to go to. <laughs> so we made a day of it. Um, I gave it two out of five stars on my uh, letterbox. Uh, was not a fan of it. Um, if you like the first one, you'll probably like this one. It was just more of what was in the first one. Um, so I didn't like it. Uh, but I will say that that post credit scene is worth the wait. It's it's definitely um, mind blowing. So interesting. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so there it is. You know, if you want to sit through an hour and a half of gunk to get to oh. you know the the nougaty filling, then by all means, Greg, 
Yeah, I'm 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 a little bit I'm a little bit surprised as a as a as a lover of the theater and as as a former work of the theater, you couldn't mm-hmm. just figure out how to time it with like the end credits and be like, oh, I you know, I'm gonna jump into this movie really quick and then just go get a <laughs> refund for a future show. Like, well, well I probably could have, but like I said, Janet wanted to see it too, so I was all like, right, okay. all right, yeah, That's yeah, fair. yeah. If it was uh, a solo but- mission, maybe. Maybe you would have got yeah. creative. Oh yeah, for sure. I definitely would have. I would have waited till like this weekend and saw like Lamb, and then you know popped Ooh, in for yeah. Venom or something. Um, uh, not that we're advocating that. By the um, way. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Listen, our friend it, Val, listener, super fan, and listener oh, of Val, the show, we love Val. Val Brown, who by the way helped hook up the uh, the Venomage. Um, yeah, nice. so. Uh, she was a big help there. Theater Thank plug. you so much, Val, Got for it. being a listener and, and for helping us out. Um, Love you, Val. Yes. Uh, can, but, uh, can I, I just, don't know. Uh, yeah. Can I jump in with that? Um, yeah, yeah, I yeah. could have saved you an hour and a half because um, the ancient end credit scene is online and I watched it because I was oh, not going to watch oh, Venom wow. 2. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But I mean, it's probably better on the theater, but I know exactly. Yeah. So, so I, 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 without I, without spoiling, what are your thoughts on it? really cool i I think it's i think it's actually not what i expected so i um i'm I'm glad in that aspect and you know without going into spoilers for it um i I, it's kind of cool to see how it's going to go move forward right um so we will we will see yeah so anyway thank you to val and venom you can skip it <laughs> just pop in for the uh, end credit scene get your money back <laughs> um all right but uh you know venom is an alien so uh here's that neat uh, that that neat what segue. a transition by you i know you. uh so we're going to a galaxy far far away hey! uh, and a long time ago uh and we're actually ranking the live action theatrical star wars movies today um so we're gonna dive into that in just a sec uh we actually each did our own list of um the 11 live action star wars movies and we ranked them ourselves uh harry was kind enough to collate those and put the average and we got a total rankings uh for us so we're gonna work our way back uh, from 11 all the way down to one so without any further ado Let's dive in. And uh, the first one that we had, which is the last on the list, is it was a tie. Uh, it was a tie for last, to be fair. Yes, it was a tie yeah, for tie last. for last. Uh, Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones. Um, I actually had this higher on my list because I really enjoyed it. Or, well, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I guess I could say I enjoyed it. I had it ranked seventh, um, not all the way down at the bottom. But clearly there's some uh, <laughs> some, uh, I guess, contrarians here, uh, some different opinions. Um, I thought it was uh, a pretty good movie. Um, good transition uh, in between episodes one and three. Um, it's, you know, kind of right on the precipice of the Clone Wars. We don't actually get to see the Clone Wars in the movie. So that was a little disappointing. But I enjoyed the action, um, especially all the stuff on uh geonosis at the end you have the duel with uh count dooku you had all the jedis popping in to save um uh you know uh oh god why am i blanking out on these things amidala and uh and, uh, obi-wan and anakin yeah, yeah. yeah um, the three of them yeah yeah so yeah you know the separate the stuff with the separatists and maybe some of the stuff on camino isn't the strongest although that duel between uh Django and uh, Obi-Wan was pretty cool um, in the rain. 
but yeah. the stuff with the actual uh, Kaminoans, um, maybe not the most interesting, but I don't know. I, I feel like this deserves to be higher. Um, what did you guys think about Attack of the Clones? Um, I don't like it. Um, as a Star Wars <laughs> fan, like I just, I just flat out don't like it. Like I, mm-hmm. I, I will talk Star Wars like all day, every day. Um, you know, I'd like go into like in Disney Galaxy's Edge is one of my favorite places to go, and but just I there's I don't find like maybe one or two redeeming factors of this movie. And none of them, like, I, I don't even say, like, like, I, you mentioned, like, the Dooku fight at the end. Like, I think that's, like, I, I think out of lightsaber fights in, like, in all of Star Wars, it's probably the worst. And a mm. lot of it, like, I, and I don't know if it's, like, necessarily, like, I like Christopher Lee, and I think his acting in the movie's good. But I think, like, the, the, the choreography in the, in, in the, uh, in that is really, like, weird. Like, I think there's a lot of weird lighting and, like, kind of weird edits where it kind of throws me off. Like, it's all right. But you get to see, like, Yoda for the first time not, like, just limp around. Like, he actually, like, does all that flying stuff. So that was that was pretty cool. Uh, I honestly, like, other than Camino, I, I don't, I, I can't, like, the movie really drives me crazy. And the relationship between um, Hayden and, and uh, Natalie Portman, um, I, like and I said this last the last episode when I was talking about Natalie Portman like uh, the script is just so awful and they're like their deliveries like I don't know if it's whether or not like I feel like good directors really get a lot like really push for their performances and this seems like in this like George Lucas was like they they did like that whole scene when they're in the field and you know that the weird weird and it's like a, a crazy meme now and um I think that is like Lucas probably took one shot like at it. He's like, that's good. We're going to move on to the next thing. Like it just, it didn't, I felt like it just, there was like no like heart to like, I could, it, like it felt like a star Wars movie, but it just like felt like it, it outside of like the, like this is the first with like time we get to see Hayden Christensen. And I think it just like, he, you could tell he was like early on in acting where it just like, he didn't really, I don't feel like he just wasn't strong enough for this movie. And I'm not blaming him. It could have been the script and Lucas and a lot of other things. But I just I, I feel like there's more issues with this movie. Like every time I watch it, I find something else. And I just I, I don't I if I had to rank this out of 10, I'd probably give it like a three, which is like for a Star Wars movie for me is like is like is a, a tra- I call I consider it a travesty. But it's just I don't think it's a good movie. Mm. So, Harry, what That's do fair. you think? I, I know you had it a little higher than me. Uh, yeah, actually. So I had it as, uh, number 10 for me. Um, and a little bit higher. So I, I think, I think during this episode, we should probably kind of discuss when we finish, you know, one of the sets of trilogies and kind of just talk about them in a, as a whole. Um, so yeah, not much higher than you, Chris. Um, so this came out in 2002. I was, and I mean, I think part of this is also like, sometimes your feelings on it is like, when does this movie come out? And like, where was I? And how was I shown these movies? And, you know, I think we all probably have a similar set where like when we were young, even though the movies, the first trilogy came out in the seventies and, uh, late seventies, early eighties, obviously we didn't see them right away. Um, but you know, they were presented to us when we were young. So when this was coming back up, you know, uh, that, you know, he was making the, the prequels. It was, you know, super exciting. Um, and, you know, this one for me, I think is the weakest of this trilogy. Um, you know, like Greg mentioned, there's the fantastic kind of, you know, towards the end when, you know, um, you know, when Anakin and Obi-Wan and um, they're, they're kidnapped and, you know, all the Jedi showed up with the clone troopers 
and you know they do you know that that scene's you know awesome you know and there's the there's the fight between Django and Mace Windu um which is pretty dope um you know Dooku fight I mean you know I'm I'm not as you know heavy on that as Chris is as far as you know the rankings you know uh but you know there's there's a lot of storyline threads to Anakin becoming Vader in this you know with him going you know and having the visions of his mother and, and chasing her down um you know things like that there is the Django kind of thing um but like the biggest thing for me with this with this kind of trilogy and with this movie is I think Chris is right a little bit where it, it doesn't have the heart in this one as much as the the last one with Revenge does and um, even with Phantom, I think it has a little bit more heart, but I just um, it's also it's also wild to think about like Phantom comes out and it's like I think it's like three years later in 2000. And, yeah, 2002, it comes uh, clones comes out and it's like it's, it's a 10 year jump for it. So there's a little bit I think that was like a readjustment there where it's like, oh, Anakin's like all grown up now. Like how how long has this been? And I think that's part of my. I don't know, for some reason, maybe it's just because of the actors, but it's like it's almost like there's such a huge jump that you're like, wait, what happened? And, you know, being a kid watching this is like, what happened? What's going on? What's the Senate? What's the Republic? What's going on? Who's taking who's overthrowing who? Why are there so many problems? And I mean, that's part of the problem with Phantom, too, which we'll get to. But um, but yeah, this movie, number 10 on my list, um, not a huge, huge fan, but it's also it's one of those things where. You know, I'll throw it to you guys really quick. Just any final notes on this one, but like rewatching or like revisiting, you know, because I, I didn't rewatch everything, you know, before we did the pod is, you know, as busy as our lives are. It's hard to dedicate 11 Star Wars movies, but it's like even though it's it, it's low on our list, it's like it's still I don't know. It's still a Star Wars movie to me. And it's like, I don't know. There's like something about it where it's like even though we, we trash on it, we hate it. It's like. Yeah, it's still pretty. It's still got cool moments, and it's still got some. You know, it still has a storyline to it, and I think that's kind of the big thing. And when we talk really quick, just I'll, I'll finish with this. When we talk about the the um, the recent trilogy, like that's the problem for me is like the storyline just doesn't hold up, and it jumps too far. Like this has a thread that you can trace from like Anakin's beginnings. Whether some of the other stuff fits, like you can see Anakin's transition really well and you know again like chris said you can make the case like is it the best person to do it but it's like you're literally stepping into like some of the biggest shoes of like a vader you know what i mean and like trying to be the person who isn't vader yet and it's like so i think there's a lot of you know issues we could do a whole pod on you know trying to you know uh hayden christensen trying to be vader um to be honest with that so so yeah uh i would like to add on um kind of touching on what hands had said about uh is it the performance is it the script is it the direction you know is it some combination of those i my personal belief is it's the direction and the script and not necessarily the performance or or the performers um i've only seen hayden christensen in these movies and life is a house and i thought he was good in life is a house natalie portman we know can act um yeah so i just you think and mcgregor that, too yeah. yeah yeah exactly you and mcgregor so i think that uh this is probably more so lucas and um and the script than you know the actors and actresses just yeah. my take no fair argument there i wouldn't argue that all right let's move all right. on to the next uh what do we got hands all right. The next is the latest release, which is Rise of Skywalker. Um, came out 2019. Um, had a lot of hype coming around it. Uh, finishing up the new trilogy off of 
the uh, unnecessary hate that the last Jedi gets, but we'll follow up on that a little bit. <laughs> um, I, 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 I had this for mine as nine out of the 11. Um, I went into it with a lot of too high. really like it to very high expectations. And, you know, I, and a lot of that is just because I'm like a lifeline, a lifetime star Wars fan. And, you know, I, I think, I think once I saw the movie at first, it was kind of just like, I feel like I was like, all right, I would probably give that like a solid like seven. And then like I watched it again and I like kind of like thought about it. I'm like, movie wasn't that good. Like it, it really. And and a lot of that has to do with and I'm pretty sure it has to do with the fact that like given that like Harry's point of the older trilogy having like a continuous story, I think. I think Lucas at least had that going on. And even with the original trilogy, there was a pretty solid story there. I think a lot of the, the new trilogy was throwing it against the wall and seeing what sticks. Um, they brought back Palpatine for absolutely no reason whatsoever. You established two very, like two very, like what I thought, like I love Kylo Ren as a villain. I love Snoke as a villain for the short time. Also anyone who's made it this far, so far this episode, spoiler alert. Um, I, you know, I thought Snoke was, was a great villain for last Jedi. Like, I think it kind of filled the emperor's shoes and it's not necessarily like, but I think once you bring him in, like, even with the trailer, I was a little hesitant to say like, all right, well, you hear him laugh. And Ian McDermott was like, you know, promoting the movie saying he's in it. And I think it just like bringing JJ Abrams back as much as a, a fan of his, I think really messed up the direction of what Ryan Johnson kind of set place set in place for to finish the trilogy. I don't know if they gave into fan feedback to say like, all right, now we're not going to make a star Wars movie. We're going to make a fan movie to say like, what are all these things we want to happen? Oh, well we don't want Ray to be a sky. we want Ray to actually be like someone. And of course she's a clone. She's the granddaughter of Palpatine. Like, no, like fans weren't happy that she was like she had to be related to someone major in the Star Wars trilogy. I will say that actually Rise has some really cool moments when I love actually the lightsaber scene on um I forget what planet they're on um between Ray and uh, Kylo right before yeah. um is he it Endor Ben again is it Endor I don't know the I, one with I the think giant, it, yeah where the, where they're fighting yeah. on the on the uh, the the second Death Star. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I think that lightsaber fights is amazing. Um, I think there's a lot of cool visuals in it. And, you know, I think that they've really, it, it took three movies to really prove, like show how powerful like Kylo Ren is. Like I think of most of the, re of the new trilogy, I've watched that lightsaber fight like more than any of them. And like Kylo Ren is like, is, is, um, is like, it's very powerful in that entire, that entire fight. But then they kind of made him, like he made him Ben again, which I'm fine with having that kind of, um, you know, making him good again. And, but I just think that the whole thing at the end with Palpatine, the whole storyline was just kind of like way too forced in. And I don't think, and I think that's what kind of killed it for me because it was just really, it became a fan service and not necessarily like they didn't stick with their own direction, which is annoying in that type of like, as a star Wars fan to say, like to hear stories of them saying they were just basically coming up with ideas on, on, on the spot. And I think it kind of is a slap in the face to Star Wars fans to kind of close out the new trilogy until like basically nine episodes of movies. Um, but I mean, I, I, I kind of, 
you know, I, I don't want to go on a long rant about it, but I, I, I it really left like a, a like a really bad like a really bad stink that I like still smell like two years later. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that that was my last uh, my la- before COVID my last um, trip to the movies. So I was kind of that probably even set me down a little longer too. So burnt you out, huh? <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. What do you guys think? I, it's I, I I said a lot in terms of in terms of it. I don't know what you guys. Uh, I I know Greg. It's a little higher for you. Um, yes, but so I I had it ranked um, eighth for me. Uh, I don't think that it was the worst or even I guess the bottom third, uh, but. Look, I mean, JJ was painted into a corner. Uh, spoiler alert, I did not like The Last Jedi. We'll talk more about that when we get to The <laughs> Last Jedi. But um, he had to course correct, and it. Ryan Johnson made it very, very tough to course correct with some of the story choices that he made. So he, JJ was kind of painted into a corner, and I felt like he did the best he could given what he had to work with. I mean, Snoke was you know, set up to be a big bat. He got killed off. Um, Kylo didn't really look like they were going for the redemption arc. And uh, they, they ended up having to redeem him. Luke was killed off in last Jedi. So what do we do with them? And, and he was a miser at that. Um, so what do we do with them in, uh, in rise of Skywalker? And, and how do we continue that Skywalker legacy? Um he was just dealt a bad hand and he had to deal with it the best that he could. So the movie suffered obviously, but I don't think that it was the worst possible thing that, that was put on screen. Um, I'm a big fan of Emperor Palpatine. I admit some of the stuff with him bringing him back was a little shaky, but I was happy to see him. Um, I thought the close out of the trilogy with Ray taking the name, uh, it was a little hokey, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. Uh, I think, you know, probably the losers in this were um, Finn. I felt like he kind of got the shaft uh, with his character. Um, Captain Phasma, who didn't even make it into the movie because of choices that were made from uh, Last Jedi. Uh, She was another cool character. And um, yeah, I don't know. I guess. I think Kelly Marie Tran got, and I went to bring that up. Yeah. She got. She got sidelined, which I thought like, and when we get the last shot, I will kind of talk to like her addition, but I think yeah. like they, they, they put her in, I think she's in the movie for, I don't know, less than four minutes. Yeah. And like with the way they set her up for like the love interest for Finn and she's just kind of like in the background for pretty much 99.5% of this movie. And you know what? It's a bummer too, because she got such crap online from quote unquote yeah. fans um after uh uh the last jedi that just despite them they should have given her a bigger role because i mean it it would have been warranted anyway because her character was great um that was one of the things i really liked about the last jedi uh was the addition of the new female characters but um mm-hmm. but yeah you know just to kind of spite those haters and say hey look you ignorant jerks we're gonna make we're gonna give more uh, time for her right. and yeah they they didn't do that unfortunately but yeah i mean i you know i can't go on too much more about this movie because i i just i there wasn't it's it's very it's middle of the road for me it's not great but it's not the worst thing on my list either so uh how what are your thoughts yeah, this movie's absolute dumpster fire uh it's the worst <laughs> movie on my list <laughs> okay um i absolutely i so 
we we talked a little bit offline about it before we started, but mm. like we were talking about like how much we watched Star Wars, and this this I know for a fact is I will never revisit this movie. Um, wow. If it's ever on, I might check it out. But this this movie, and you know, as much as I as much as I enjoy Last Jedi, these two movies have absolutely ruined the reason why we're not getting a Star Wars movie every year. Um, you know, whether, whether whatever side you're on, whether you like Rise, whether you like Last Jedi, like the reason why this everything's been put on pause movie wise is because of these two movies. Um, All right, be this, honest. Um, you're just you're yeah. extra freaked out because Ray had pointy teeth. <laughs> <laughs> you're too yes. scared. You don't want to revisit. That was it. That's it. why. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. No, it's. Like I just so I, I'll, you know, before the pod, you know, we're doing our you know research and you, you're fine tuned and everything. I'm watching clips of this movie and watching summaries and the whole third act of this movie is an absolute mess. It's a joke mm. of a movie um, I, I piece, throughout the throughout even the start of the movie when Kylo Ren goes to find the Sith Wayfinder and like get that and all this stuff and. You know, I, I'll be honest, like for me, like the Star Wars, like prior to Mandalorian and, you know, as we'll talk about visions, uh, I'm not really a guy who's del- dove into the Star Wars, you know, lore. You know, I never read any of the books. I didn't watch the Clone Wars show. Like, not that it wasn't for me. It was just one of those things of like, where do you jump in at? So like the trilogies for me are obviously the, the biggest thing. So but like this one, it just misses the mark on so many levels. You know, Hux being a spy at some point. You know, the whole, you know, Ben Solo slash Kylo Ren, like which side is he going to choose? You know, that's built up through all three movies, you know, and I love Kylo Ren. I'm a huge Kylo Ren fan. Um, you know, there's there's just so much so much in this movie that just makes me so mad. I saw this movie like I, you know, when when movies were doing the whole 24 hours around the clock, I saw it like four in the morning. My wife was supposed to stay up with me. She fell asleep. She didn't wake up in time. She set an alarm and I went and saw this movie alone in Dolby. And absolutely hated every moment of it. I, you know, there's moments when you're watching a bad movie and you like raise your eyebrows or you go, huh? You know, and you make that face. You just, I made that so many times in this movie. I, it absolutely frustrates me to talk about it. I would like to move on. Um, this movie's garbage and it's, it's, oh, it almost, well, I would on. say, no, go ahead. Oh, go, go ahead. I was just going to say, I mean, it has its moments. Like there are, there are moments in here that, that made me feel, uh, you know, when you when you think that Chewie bit the dust yeah. and, you know, he's but gone. they're so scared to pull the trigger on that, that they because they already did it with Han, that they circle back in some hokey way and be like, they make you feel that. And then they rip that back from you. Like, oh, Chewie's alive. No worries. We're all good. We're moving on. Like they take that away, that moment of feeling away from you by being like, sorry, just kidding. Didn't really happen. What about, you know seeing lando again or like hearing the voices of the jedi encouraging ray you know i mean like so those, okay those moments so, give you goosebumps man so lando returning is cool but lando's returning because of the problems of the last jedi and them not using the characters that they've already implemented when you think mm-hmm. about the the prequels and you think about the original trilogy like they use characters in there that make sense and continue on through progressions and grow throughout the other movies even with lando in um in empire strikes back to when he comes back in return of the jedi there's an arc there for him there's just no arc for as we talked about with uh kelly marie tran um even finn's character like there's things that like even if it doesn't like have the full weight of like i love that but like and i i go back to the original trilogy it was like people grew up and they wanted to be either luke 
or they wanted to be Han or, you know, some people really enjoyed Lando. And it was like there were characters that you could look to and be like, I want to be that person because I know this much about them with this with this movie specifically. They're throwing in, you know, JJ's calling up his his girl. I forget her name. Who's like who helps Poe um, get off the planet? Um, oh, what's yeah, the yeah. actress's name. She's on that show. Anyway, but she shows up and it's just like they just and they're bringing Lando back because it's like, hey, we got to like try and like there's things like that where it's like, hey, we're going to kill Chewie. Nah, actually, we're not going to because we know how much you guys all love Chewie. Um, so we're not going to do it's just so much like oh, those moments I feel like aren't are robbed a little bit because of just how poor this movie is. Um, yeah, so that's that's my spiel on that. So, yeah, I absolutely hmm, hate fair. this movie. It, it's the only <laughs> movie I will say out of all these that frustrate me. Like when I think a. Uh, when I think about the movies and it's like, I, I, you know, you find little parts to enjoy. Like we just talked about with clones, this one for me, I find nothing enjoyable about it. Wow. Mm. Rough. Sorry. Hmm. Everyone. No. <laughs> All right. Hey. Well, why don't you, yeah. why don't you tell us what you find enjoyable about the next movie on our list? Let's Jesus. do it. Let's <laughs> do it. That was a, that was a lot. Everybody, to take everybody in. take, yeah. yeah, take some processing in. So you take a break. So, the next movie on our list, um, as we talk about our rankings, and it's number nine on our list, and it's The Phantom Menace. So, you know, I'm sure as you guys will see, you know, we're, uh, we're, we're talking about the prequels a lot early because they are a little bit of a mess. Um, so for me, I was super excited in 1999. I was 11 years old. I uh, was super looking forward to this movie. Um, was so excited to see the story of how, you know, in the poster, the iconic poster of, you know, um, you know, Anakin walking, you know, in the shot of the Vader shadow behind him. Um, there's a lot of problems with this movie. though. Um, <laughs> you know, we could start with Naboo. And as soon as Jar Jar start, shows up, the, the movie's got problems. And I would say out of the three movies of the prequels, this one probably has the worst CGI um, or definitely has it aged very well. Um, you know, there's a lot of bright colors and they do, a, you know, I think there's a there's a very colorful palette to the movie, but it just doesn't show up well, even, you know, as we moved into high definition, um, you know, and on a different podcast, I would talk about, you know, how this trilogy is absolutely dwarfed by the Lord of the Rings trilogy, which comes out a, a couple of years later um, and just totally does everything right and proper. Um, but that's for another pod. Um, but, you know, besides the Jar Jar issues. The, I would even say the Naboo and you get into a lot of the politics early on in this movie where for an 11 year old, you're kind of just like, huh, what, can we just talk about how Jedi's exist and all that stuff? And they try to circle back to that, you know, when they go to get Anakin, um, you know, in Qui-Gon and, you know, they have to land on the planet. And I love the pod racing. Um, that's a very fun, you know, I guess 30, you know, kind of first half of the movie um i think it's thrilling i think it's cool i think it's exciting i think it's something different um you know but the best thing obviously about this movie um is is when darth maul shows up um he's you know i think he gets i don't want to say underrated as a villain because i think he's like probably like everybody's you know favorite behind vader i mean you know i know there's some other probably characters in books or in the shows that you know people would mention um but the fight with him the score uh, you know, when Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan go up against him is absolutely incredible. Um, I think it's worth the price of, price of admission just for that. Um, you know, the the kid Anakin stuff is a little bit kind of like, you know, I don't have I didn't have a problem with it too much because I was 11, like I said. So kind of like you're relating to that in a way. 
Um, you know, it does, it's not as much of, you know, when we talk about force awakens later, um, it's not as much of like a copycat as a new hope. Um, but for me, this movie, I, you know, it's definitely not the lowest one on my list as, as I've made perfectly clear on which one is the lowest movie of, uh, of this, this generation for it. Um, but this was number eight on my list. I think I was the highest on it out of all you guys, which helped bump it up a little bit. Yeah. Awesome for me. Um, but yeah, let me know you, what you guys, is there anything I, I missed on, on that? It's just, you know, um, hands, what are you, what are your thoughts on, uh, on Phantom? Um, back on May 19th, 1999, this was a movie that I was watching, watched half of it. And then I walked out of because I did not like it. Wow. Had to go, had to go back in. I was 14 years old. Had to go back because someone told me who saw Somebody it. Somebody had someone to drive saw me back. And said, hey. <laughs> You walked out, dumb dumb. You messed that. You missed out on like a really cool like lightsaber, like with that guy. At the time, it was like we. I don't think we knew Darth Maul's name. Or I don't know. They're like the guy with the right, red yeah, face. Yeah. They're like he, he, like just like he has a, a double edged lightsaber. I'm like, oh, all right. Well, I guess I shouldn't have left. Now I got to pay twice. Um, I I agree. The politics stuff of that movie is like for a 14 year old. It is, it is. It's not. It it doesn't need to be in there. This is a two and a half hour movie. I watched it like maybe two, three years ago, and I just felt like it kept going and going and going. Mm-hmm. And I agree. I like. I honestly hate Jar Jar Binks with so much passion. Like he is, he is my least favorite Star Wars character. But every time, like I hear him talk, and like, like it just a Misa Jar Jar Binksa. Like it just, it just, it's. it's Thank you. It's just dumb. And he's like a useless character. And I got really like scared when Rise came out because everyone's saying like, what if this theory is true that Jar Jar has been behind it all the whole time, which technically, technically, if you look at some of the like the logistics of it, he might have been. But (laughs) like, but but it's not like it wasn't um, it wasn't like his decision. He was getting played. But uh, the only redeeming factor this movie has is Darth Maul. Everything else and Ewan McGregor, um, and I I think that it just I I think when they threw in like the whole like the the politics of it and there's like it's a lot to ask for someone to sit through and this was before movies like the average movie time was two and a half hours like this was with like two fifteen like before right. previews so I think they put, tried to put a lot in there I think uh, the kid who played um, Anakin uh, Jake I forget his name um, Jake Lloyd. Jake Lloyd, yeah. he's a terrible actor, but he's a kid, so I'll let him slide. But he's, but he is <laughs> a. It's fine. He's a terrible actor. Um, Are you an angel? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that. Ugh, just thinking about it just drives me nuts. Um, but yeah, it just I I I, I can't. I, I think that I oh, and Liam Neeson, like we you got to give some Liam, Liam Neeson love. Um, yeah, I, I think he was good, and of course they do. You know, the only logical thing is kill off one of your best characters right away. Um, but okay, and then we and this is the first time we get um, CGI Yoda. Um, but I think um, I think I named everything. Uh, this movie stinks, and Warwick Davis is in it, so that's cool. I think. Um, did they? No, was this? Didn't they do a puppet Yoda for this, and then they went to CGI because the puppet they did was terrible. Maybe. You might be right. 
I'll look into that. I think that, you might be right. Yeah, because there's a lot of him okay. in the chair at the council a lot. Yeah. Oh, uh, you know what? Yeah, yeah. That was before he around. like before you realized that he can, you know, still duel in a lightsaber fight. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, um yeah, that those were my thoughts. I just it was the first movie I think I one of maybe three movies I may have walked out of. Um and wow. uh, but I did go back just to see the the lightsaber fight. So I would like to uh journey back to 1999 set the scene here this movie the hype for it was so unreal like you know we joked around earlier about you know buying a ticket and leaving just for the uh the venom post credit scene but people legit did that for the trailer for this uh they would go to see the trailer for whatever movie um it was on watch the trailer for phantom s get a refund and leave uh, I just remember how like tickets were sold out everywhere. And if you got a ticket, man, it was like l- winning the lottery. Like it was like a bonker yeah. golden ticket. So the hype for this was unimaginably high. And I mean, it was the first star Wars movie in 16 years. It was crazy. Uh, people yeah. thought they were done with star Wars. Um, but you know, the, the merchandise kind of kept the franchise alive and Lucas decided, Hey, let's go back and revisit this. Um, I had this movie ranked exactly where the average ranked it, which is ninth place. Uh, I agree with a lot of the points that you guys said. I, I think this movie was, this movie's a super bomb bad. Yeah, it's unfortunately the movie's not. But um, yeah, you know, the, the politics stuff, it's just and, and look, you want to add politics in and everything. That's fine. But like Lucas came out and said multiple times, you know, this is a movie for kids. It's a fantasy movie. That's why we have a character like Jar Jar. Well, then why are you throwing in stuff about trade federations and separatists and having decoy clone or decoy queens? And like, you know, it's it's, yeah. it's all this stuff that is Poli- like it's almost like a political up here, thriller. man. Yeah, it's way yeah. over the heads of the target audience. So unless you're of a certain age, you're not going to get it. And even then, it's probably a lot. Uh, like you said, it's kind of. um plotting at two and a half hours uh definitely chunky um and they probably could have could could have cut out a lot of that stuff uh jar jar wasn't a fan but you know i I mean i did enjoy liam neeson's qui-gon jinn quite a bit it was cool seeing the jedi council and the jedi at the height of their powers oh something you guys didn't mention which I absolutely hate is they introduced midi midi chlorians to the Lord. Right, that's yeah. right. Awful. Oh. Awful. Uh, <laughs> I forgot you know, about I that. Like that. Skip by that, but I yeah, forgot about that are. nugget of star Wars lore. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, you know, unfortunately there's that, but um, you know, for the most part, it's not a bad movie. I know uh, our buddy, Tim really likes this movie. He enjoys it a lot. Um, I'm, I'm not going to say again, you know, it's, it's just a complete travesty because there are some saving graces to it, but, uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's, um, it's not great. <laughs> I, I, I will yeah. say like one of the, one of the best things that came out of this movie and even the new, tra- the, the prequel trilogy was um, the movie fanboys. If you haven't oh, seen yeah. it. Oh, um, yeah. And that has one of my favorite lines, like end lines of the movie is when they're sitting in the theater and they finally get in there. And the one guy says, he's like, Hey guys, they're like, what, what? He's like, what if it sucks? And then it just goes to black. And I'm like, that is that is my favorite and one of my favorite endings to a movie. It's so good. 
But um, I, I think that movie is very underrated. And I, 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 I honestly would consider like putting an argument, putting that door in a, a live action Star Wars movie. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> it's better, better well, than Phantom like, Menace. There, yeah, but there's like <sighs> equal amount Star Trek stuff in there, too, once they That's get true. to the convention. Yeah. So. Yep. Uh, yeah. Man, that's a good point, though. Uh, all right. Well, that's uh, our Phantom Menace talk. Anybody else have anything to add before we move on? I don't think so. I, I've said no, my piece on that. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think it's just like it's it's similar to what we talked about when we did our, you know, kind of uh, Marvel list and when we do our Fast and Furious list. It's like as even though I put it at eight and, you know, you know, Greg, I know you had it at nine. It's one mm. of those things where it's also it's just like it's not there's like things to enjoy about it. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of like I, I kind of arc it again doing the Lord of the Rings thing. It's like it's kind of like watching the Hobbit movies um you know as opposed to the lord of the rings trilogy it's like they're okay and there's there's i mean i think they're better than this this uh prequel trilogy in in some in some moments but it's kind of like that like yeah it's not you know for me but if it's on like i'll I'll definitely kind of watch it and be like oh yeah that part or oh this scene's coming up so it's got some moments for sure mm-hmm. okay uh hands what do we got next Next, we have the uh, what year? Jesus, 2015. <laughs> uh, the spinoff of Star Wars, the second of the spinoffs that they had was Solo. Um, I had this, um, I think, higher than both of you guys on my yeah, list. I think I did. was around like eight, maybe mm-hmm. eight. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think this gets a lot of um, undeserved hatred. Um, I, and I, I'm going to mess up his name, Alden, Alden Riker, whatever his name, uh, whatever. Um, I think he was like, you're not going to get Harrison Ford to come back and do like a, 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 a Han Solo movie. Like this isn't the Howard Stern private parts, um, document or movie where he played himself. Um, you know, I think he, yeah, I think he was a good addition to, I, the, to the cast. I think I know, right? I know on a Star Wars <laughs> No, yeah, no one's gonna. Get I do that. love that movie, uh, though. <laughs> yeah, uh. um, that's every time I think of someone playing, like I could go Forrest Gump or or that where they're playing like a nineteen-year-old and they're really like fifty-five. <laughs> um, lost my train of thought. Donald Glover as um, Lando. I think he's phenomenal in this movie. Um, Amelia Clark, who, mm. um, you know, I know Harry's Harry loves her <sighs> from. Uh, we all know her from Game of Thrones and a few other movies that weren't quite successful. Um, but I um, I really think like as a spinoff, like to, like I think there are some kind of like rough moments in here. Like how did he get the name Han Solo? I think that was kind of dumb where just because he was traveling alone and someone's like, oh, we're going to call you Han Solo. <laughs> like, that's it. Um, it couldn't just be his name. And, um, you know, I think like I think with the like showing how him and Chewie met up, his relationship with Lando of how he got the Falcon, um, I, I actually do really, really enjoy it. I think like I think the cast in this is great. I think the story's interesting. Like I was more interested in this story than I was through pretty much all of the prequels for the for, you know, for most of them and um, even some of the sequels. Um, I, it wasn't a story that needed to be told. But I'm glad they they told it. I think it was kind of cool. And we get the return of Darth Maul, who, you know, thanks to probably, uh, you know, the new trilogy, we're never going to get a live action Darth Maul again. So um, <laughs> so that's sad. But, um, yeah, I I think that, um, you know, what's the one character who was in um, 
I can't think of her name, but she was in Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, oh, the, she was young, the, the young, the girl. young girl. I yeah, can't think yeah. of her name right now. She was great, and I, and and I think like yeah, and I think she she would have come back if they do a sequel. I know there's like a big heavy like Twitter following to make Solo Two happen, which Aaron, you know, Erin Kellyman is her name. Yes, she plays, so. um, she's great in this. She's great in Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, and Paul Bettany's in it. You get on most of the movies he's in, he like right. knocks it out of the park. What? I didn't really care for his Stride of Voss. I mean, I, I thought that was a weaker point of the movie. All right. But well, you, you keep agree going. To, you keep agree going. to disagree. Um, I would be really excited to see kind of where like how Solo Two happens. The only thing that I know is like I, I don't know if, if if it would make sense to kind of make a sequel because I'm pretty sure like Alden Solo and 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 Harrison Ford Solo are like three years apart. So I don't know how much content you're going to get out of that. Like, I don't know. I think they told, like, I think they shoved a lot of Han Solo backstory, like lore that we had questions on into one movie. They were like, Hey, here's the Kessel run. Here's the blah, 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 blah. Like here's, and I think they could have maybe stretched that out for maybe at least another movie. I would love to see a solo too. I know a lot of people don't want to, but um, I'm part of that Twitter following. <laughs> so i know greg you had this ranked i mean both of you guys had it ranked lower than me um but we just one, yeah what do you think papa wh- yeah. where'd you start off yeah so i had uh solo ranked 10th which is next to last place um i just didn't like the movie i mean it wasn't it wasn't a train wreck per se i i wouldn't even put it in the same level as like the, the last movie on my list but um i just first of all i didn't think the story needed to be made now the difference between this and rogue one which i also think didn't need to be made was that rogue one executed so well versus yeah. solo where it was just like mm, you know it's a big meh like yeah lando yeah. was cool um but i really didn't care about the rest of the movie at all it was just it was one thing after another where it's like, I just, this could have been anybody like, why has it got to be Han? And, you know, maybe, maybe this movie suffered because of, um, you know, the, the creative process, I believe uh, Lord and Miller were the directors for this. And then Lucasfilm didn't like the tone. So they got booted or they left whatever. And then Ron Howard came on Alden Ehrenreich uh, supposedly had, was not giving the performance that uh, um, they wanted, whoever the directors were. And he had to have an acting coach on set to help him. Uh, I mean, it was just like problem after problem. And, you know, look, the product is middling at best for the end result, uh, I should say, uh, for me. So, you know, all of those woes show. Um, It just, it was again a totally unnecessary thing and you know what they presented to us I, it just didn't matter to me it's this is I, I mentioned it to you guys um you know prior to the show this is the only movie of the live action star wars that um i don't own and that i only saw once i saw it in theaters and i don't plan on yeah. revisiting it just because it's a waste of my time you know i know how i felt about it and it's like i don't care to see it again and i definitely wouldn't care for a sequel when there's so many other avenues that they could explore. I'm, yeah. I'm also not a fan of like revisiting, you know, some of these characters like, yeah, sure. It was cool when they did Luke in the Mandalorian. And I think that's because, you know, there's a lot of Luke stories that, 
were left up in the air and i think fans were unhappy with how he was portrayed in last jedi so there was that but like nobody was clamoring to see han and you know we knew we weren't going to get harrison ford back and how could anybody hope to live up to harrison ford in the first place and that's you know why i don't want to see a sequel of indiana jones also where like not even but this is before they actually got him signed on but they were talking about having maybe chris pratt step into the role of indiana jones and it's like yeah yeah, but he's not harrison ford and it's like i you know i just i don't care for that so sure there might be some people out there that do but anyway i'm going off on a tangent uh solo not great for me don't plan on revisiting it uh harry what are your thoughts yeah so i think i mean obviously it's it's funny because uh i have it ranked ninth um on our list so one spot behind where we actually ranked it um and it's funny because i i'm I'm in the middle of of you guys on it um i don't think i would revisit it but i also don't think it's as great as chris says um but i think i think there's some really good things to it um so i i just will say like i i agree with you greg where it's like if they made a luke movie like you're kind of dealing with like the same thing like i know there was a lot of uh sebastian stan like should play you know luke skywalker and all this stuff and it's like there's a lot of like you know when i was talking about filling the shoes and with hayden christensen you're just like giving people you're not allowing people to succeed because there's so much expectations that they're gonna they're gonna they have to perform perfectly you know and all it takes is one person like if sebastian stan let's say he does do a luke thing and it's like he is perfect all of a sudden now that's resets the bar and everybody's like oh well we could do this person we could do this person we could do this person i mean even look at somebody like boba fett like they they brought back the same the same actor you know for it who played well he played you know Django um but it's like he's out of shape in this in this costume and it's like he's doing all these flips and it's like because people like have such a thing for nostalgia but anyway going on to this movie um I kind of enjoyed kind of the origin story I know Chris said it was a little bit cheesy kind of when they talk about his name and you know while I agree with that I kind of enjoyed you know kind of a different you know, tone. I will say it was kind of dark. I remember a lot of complaints when the movie first came out, like that people felt like that kind of opening scene, especially when he gets on to the planet as an Imperial in the Imperial flight Academy, like being really dark. Um, I thought the train heist was cool. I liked Beckett, you know, Woody Harrelson's Beckett Um, again, wasn't a huge fan of Dryden Voss. um, Even though, you know, Chris was a fan. I'm sorry, Chris. Um, Love Amelia Clark in this. Um, Absolutely. Like, I just need her to get more work that's, like, valued. I need her to stop doing big things and, like, slow down and do some, like, gritty independent stuff where she can show her real charm um, because she's great. Um, Love Lando in this, you know, like we talked about. I think this movie, everything works in this movie for me, but uh, Alden Ehrenreich's, like, Han Solo. And it's, like, every kind of other character, like, even as much as I don't like Dryden Voss, like, I just feel like we could have just made a smugglers movie like and just kind of done something like that and like filled in these pieces or, you know, maybe if they made it a Lando movie where it's like a, you know, not the, so high of a peak to reach. Like, I mean, I love Lando, but it's like maybe that was the move. Um, even um, sorry, um, Phoebe uh, Waller Bridges character. Uh, what was the droids name? It was like L337 or something, uh, I think that brings the humor in that one uh, for it as well. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, there's not much to say about this movie other than like, like it's kind of fine. Um, like, was it as bad as I thought it was going to be? No, but like, again, it does it have that repeatability factor for me. 
you know, no, it tried to set up another one, but I don't think that's ever going to get made. Um, they really, I think they, again, I, I said it earlier just a minute ago, but like, I think they really missed with, with their Han Solo to like, even try to attempt to do something. I mean, they have Donald Glover as Lando if they want to revisit that world and kind of piece it together. But I, I have to retract a statement that I made earlier in the pod. Um, when I said the last Jedi and rise of Skywalker, if you look at the last three movies, it's last Jedi in 2017, this in 2018 and rise in 2019. And these three movies have absolutely broken the path of what they were going on for their movies. So, um, yeah, just disappointing. Um, again, thankfully Mando's there to patch up the franchise. Mando. <laughs> yeah. Love Mando. Exactly. Mando visions, you know, the, uh, cause if it wasn't for Mando, good. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Other things salvaging it. The, uh, what was it? The, um, the video game too. I forget, you know, even that like is a better story than half of these movies that we've talked about so far. Um, wow, what a frustrating journey so far, but it's going to get better, folks, I promise. Um, so, yeah, like just again, it's just it's one of those things where like if you had titled this movie anything else and kind of done it as like an original story, like it's almost like, wow, that was a pretty fun movie. I think this thing suffers from being called Solo um, and having to live up to the expectation of, you know, creating a Han Solo character. My final thoughts on that. OK, anything else you want to add uh, hands on Solo? No, I agree with your opinions. You guys made good points. Maybe maybe I'm a little too high on it that I should be. No, you got to retract your signature from change.org, yeah. get solo to me. <laughs> yeah. I just remember I I was quiet through all of that because I um was deleting all my posts on Twitter oh, that make solo to happen. I like it. Uh, all right, passion well, for it, hands. <laughs> moving on. Uh, next up at number seven. We have Star Wars Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith. Uh, so this is fairly in line with what I had it. I had it slightly higher at number six, but um, mm-hmm. I really enjoy this movie. I think it's the best of the prequel movies. Um, I think yep. that uh, the acting improves a little bit uh, from Hayden and uh, and uh, Natalie, uh, although that could just be that the script is better. There's a lot of drama in this Um because obviously, you know, we're seeing the final stages of the turn uh, to Darth Vader from Anakin Skywalker. Um, you know, we see Palpatine come out in full force as uh, Darth Sidious. Uh, a lot of cool moments there. Um, you know, the the fateful duel on Mustafar between Obi-Wan and mm. uh, uh, Anakin. Um, there's just a lot of really cool moments in this. Uh and, you know, while the dialogue might not be perfect or anything, it certainly makes up for it. You know, you guys mentioned um, uh, Attack of the Clones kind of being hollow, not necessarily having heart. And I like this is the opposite of that. This this has yeah. some heart uh, and there's definitely a, a core to it. So uh, I really liked it. I, I have fond memories of seeing this in theaters. And uh, I remember they even we even had uh, mini posters to give out for father's day uh for anakin uh being on there um but yeah i thought this was a really uh solid addition to the franchise and a good way to wrap up the um uh the trilogy the prequel trilogy oh and order 66 i mean order 66 yeah. is cool seeing the extermination of the jedi and the oh man that jedi temple scene with the padawans the, the darkest scene in star wars history yeah it's pretty dark 
lightsaber click on. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I don't know. I really enjoyed this. I thought it was a, a worthy addition um, to the franchise for sure. Uh, Harry, what are your thoughts on Revenge of the Sith? Yeah, I mean, this one I think does a really good job of like we'll we'll talk about Rogue One a little later as well. But I think this does a really good job of linking to a New Hope. Like even though a New Hope comes, you know, in whatever years I think whatever how many years you wanna you wanna call it or whatever the exact total is, does a good job of leading up to that. You know, with with Anakin, you know, he has the executing of Dooku. You know, he's obviously you know slain all those people. You know, after his mother died in um in clones. You know, he's having fears of, you know, Padme and the childbirth and like her being in pain and possibly dying. Palpatine in his ear whispering, you know, there are ways there's different things you can do. We talked about Order 66, you know, the 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 rage that he shows on the Mustafar fight, you know, with just the disregard for anything other than, you know, what he wants Um so there's a lot of there's a lot of threads and through lines there and you can see it you know kind of again you see it in the in the original trilogy um you know as well um and this one does have heart you know and you, you see the the grip with obi-wan you know not be, you know trying not to believe it you know how could qui-gon be wrong you know the, that kind of has been talked about in the other movies you know that we talked about as well um obviously as you mentioned greg it's the highest one on the prequels for our list I had it actually ranked right where we ranked it at seven. Um, yeah, it's a solid movie. I, I think it's 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 the best of the as as we talked about the best of the new trilogy. Uh, I remember I remember seeing this with my dad, and it was like one of the first times I remember like going to see I think one of the Star Wars movies in theaters. As weird as that is to say, because um, as you mentioned with Phantom, like I don't think it was ever a chance to get tickets, and then it was like out. You know, at being 11 years old, you don't really have control over being like, hey, I want to go to the movies, um, and, you know, and then and then clones came out. Um, and I think I just might have missed that in theaters because of just, you know, uh, whatever. But anyway, but yeah, Revenge of the Sith. Uh, definitely. Definitely. I think it's it's in, in, a, in its right spot, as I said, with seven hands. How, what, what are your feelings on Revenge of the Sith? Um, I completely agree that it is actually the best of the trilogy, but I mean, that's like, uh, that's, I don't want to say that's not saying much because I actually oh, do enjoy this. <laughs> I, I really do enjoy, um, revenge of the, the revenge of the Sith as much as like, now I have it ranked, um, was it eighth? Um, yeah. I actually have it ranked right below solo, but, um, you know, now that I'm so low on it. Uh, now what i might do is uh switch that around after our recent conversation hey. so um no i i i think that you know it there is a lot like they take a lot of the politics out that we talked about and i think there is a lot more like emotion to this and i and i've like kind of said this before like i don't necessarily think that it this is not an anakin trilogy i think it's more of an obi-wan trilogy um overall because i think like you get to basically see obi-wan through he's the one of the first people you see and you see his journey basically training Darth Vader and failing him. Yeah. So, and I think that's, um, I, I, I think a lot of people call it the, like, you know, the Darth Vader trilogy, but you know, I, I think there's a lot, a lot more to make the argument that like, especially with this, it does um, like kind of, I don't want to say it closes out Obi-Wan's story because we still get him in a new hope and he's getting his own show soon, um, which is great yeah. with you and McGregor. Um, but I, I think the fight, the, the lightsaber scene with, um, with him and Anakin is, is, is choreographed so well. It's a really phenomenal, like, it's like, I feel like it's like 40 yeah. minutes long. 
Like it go, it goes on, and it and, and you feel and that emotion sword. in it too. Yeah, it's a exactly good to that one too. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, that's not that's not duel of the fates. Uh, that's it's called or is battle it? of the heroes. Battle of the heroes, duel of the fates. You know, um, but battle of the heroes, I think is I, I like I, I would have loved if they used that in the fight with Ray and uh, Ray and um, Kylo in Rise. Mm-hmm. That would have been cool to put that over, but. Um, yeah, I mean, it takes a lot of like the dumb fluff from the first two movies and, and kind of I don't want to say get gets rid of them, but starts to tie things up. And, you know, we get to see Palpatine like we all knew he, who he was like that was no surprise, but it's cool to see him how it come out. Um, you know, we get to see Mace Windu get get killed in a weird way. Um, you just get shot out the window. Um, and Actually, I mean, there was no body found. We don't know if yeah. he's dead. So he might be back. <laughs> Actually, funny for without going on like too much. There's a funny like <laughs> post I saw somewhere where they're like, uh, it's a picture of uh, Palpatine getting like, like uh, shooting him with lightning or something. Mm-hmm. And when um, Mace Windu is like basically deflecting it back at him, he's like, "Stop it! Stop it!" And someone's like, "He's <laughs> deflecting the l- lightning. You're shooting at him. You stop." I sent that in our group text. <laughs> Oh, was that where I saw it? Okay, yeah. sorry. I knew I saw. It. I right. feel like I saw. It on, I feel like I saw it on Twitter, and then all right, you had sent it too. But yeah, I'm sorry. I apologize that you said. I was that. like, wait a second. Greg, that Greg, sounds familiar. Do you know Greg how many me- liked it on Twitter? Do you know how many <laughs> memes I see a day? <laughs> Meme Lord. Yes. Um, oh well, thank you for sending that. Um, You're welcome. <laughs> but no, I I think this was a good way to close out the original trilogy. Like we do get a lot of. Uh, a lot of meme material out of uh, this movie, but I think there's a lot of, a lot of really cool scenes. Um, Like, especially when going back to the like emotion factor, when the last time that um, Obi-Wan and Anakin see each other is where he thinks like basically Anakin's going to burn alive and he walks away. Um, I I think that that whole scene is great. The whole high ground scene. Um, I I always laugh whenever that the little younglings, you know, goes to Anakin. He's like, Master Skywalker, there's too many of them. What are we gonna do? And you see the lightsaber, and you're like, uh oh, like. <laughs> and then the whole killing younglings dialogue, so cheesy, but <laughs> I love it. Um, no, this is this is. I I think I I maybe was a little too harsh on it when I had first seen it, but I think when I rewatched like over the years, I'm like, this actually is a good movie. I would cut out a little bit of it, like the whole general grievous, um, part. I think that's a little kind of. General Kenobi. General Kenobi. What's he say? This would make a fine addition to my collection. (laughs) And he has like 14 lightsabers. Um, So many good memes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, I will say with this one, this is the first one on our list where like if it's on TV, I'll stop and watch it. Like, oh, yeah, for sure. The others, yeah. not so much. This one, I will definitely stop and watch. I, I think there is a lot of enjoy, like yeah. enjoyability with this. And I like, like I said, you can take out the grievous part. It's kind of like I think that's the like only political thing that like kind of is still in here. But if you take that out, it's still. I actually probably would rank the movie a little higher because if it was like a little shorter. But it, I mean, that him and Kenobi yeah. fight was kind of cool. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna say it wasn't, but I mean, you get a yeah. robot that's fighting with like seven lightsabers. No. <laughs> But yeah, I'm I'm gonna switch that and so my my own individual rankings with solo. You guys talk okay. me out of it. Fair enough. Uh anything Fair to enough. add on Revenge of the Sith before we move on? 
No, I mean, I think I think our rankings is I would say so far probably are pretty consistent with what most people think. I think the this trilogy out of the three trilogies plus the other two uh, is probably, you know, more the lower lower ranking just because, you know. Um, but like I said, I think a Revenge of the Sith is is a is a really solid one. And you could make a case it could be higher on our list for well, sure. If you ask me time, time to buckle up for the next one. Yeah. All right. So I I will say, so next on our list is, uh, is the last Jedi. Um, Now I will say when we we were doing our rankings, you know, and putting things together, I would say so far we fairly have been pretty accurate. Maybe somebody has got a thing, a couple spots lower, Um, but just for the listeners out there, I have this ranked as our number five movie. Um, Hands has it ranked as our number four movie. And just to just to clarify, in case if anybody can't keep up, this is the number six movie on our list. And all the way at number 11, uh, Papa has ranked this as his worst movie of the of the Star Wars universe uh, live. Absolutely. So, you know, as as I mentioned before, I I think, you know, whether, you know, I fall whether you fall on on Papa's side or you fall on, you know, me and Chris's side, there's a case that this is kind of really divided you know, Star Wars universe and kind of moved people, you know, this one solo and, uh, you know, Skywalker uh, have really, really hurt, hurt the community, I would say, and, and made us you know be distrustful about uh, future Star Wars projects and concerned, I would say the least of, is this actually going to be good? Um, but for me, you know, there's a lot of things that I enjoy about Last Jedi. Um, you know, this is, you know, we see it in in Force Awakens, but you know, there's more of the Kylo struggle. I really enjoy the the rift between Rey and Kylo. Um, you know, we get to see some more things for for better or for worse, as as Greg will talk about, which I'll throw it to him, and then actually, you know what, I'll throw it to hands after this. Um, to, to get his good opinions. Um, yeah, get the love and, fest out of the way so I can smash. Yeah. It all. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, as this movie, uh, as this movie says, you know, uh, what's, what's the Kylo line. I all of a sudden forgot it where he says um, he wants to break, break tradition or what's the line that he says, let the past die, let the past oh, die. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's what Greg wants right now. He wants, he wants the past to die. He wants this movie to be gone. Um, you know, for better or worse, there's the, there's the whole thing with Leia's powers, you know, Luke's issues and struggles with being a Jedi is, is definitely a talking point, which we'll get into. Um, I will say the, the can't, the Canto bite stuff, not a huge fan. Um, you could boil this down to this movie is similar to the beginning of star Wars, uh, a new hope where there's a ship being chased by the empire and you know how does that work out so uh there's not really much that happens in this movie it kind of really slows down from the previous film force awakens and absolutely slows down compared to the last one with all the stuff they're doing um there's the whole there's the whole uh holdo stuff and the maneuver at the end which i think is incredible um the captain phasma stuff which you know she ends up not being seen that she was killed, but like falls off a thing. So, oh, she did. Sure. <laughs> um, you know, there's uh, the Luke Force projection fight, which we'll get into as well. And then something that I that I think is a real nice touch, and uh, you know, I can't remember Greg, Papa's thoughts on this, but the broom boy scene at the end, I kind of uh, really enjoyed that part of it. 
Um, but that's just me. So I'll toss it over to hands to give some more love. And then, uh, you know, we'll dive, we'll dive into more, more, uh, deep specifics. Okay. So where I'm at with this, um, can you guys still hear me? You good? Yep. Yeah, okay, yeah, so yeah, I, course, yeah. something like it sounded like something Greg's like being like really playing. restrained for the listeners at home. Then maybe that was I it. Maybe him, that was it. I see him turning red. <laughs> I'm All letting right. the so, anger flow. And I, you know, I don't I don't want to spend too much time on 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 this. But I, I, I think that one of the reasons I like The Last Jedi, because it was it was very different compared to other Star Wars movies. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like Force Awakens, there's an argument that Force Awakens, Force Awakens is basically a rehash of A New Hope. I will agree with that in some aspects. Like, yeah. yeah, you're you're not far off like that, you know, but they had to get people back in the seats. And yeah. I think that like The Last Jedi, I think where a lot of people, I'll start off by saying, I think a lot of, one of the reasons a lot of people don't like it is because you have J.J. Abrams and Ryan Johnson who have two very different visions. And this is what I one's say going back. One's a good director. Before. Yeah, yeah, one's a good director. <laughs> <laughs> well, the <laughs> <laughs> And this first initials are J and J. No, get out of here with that garbage. Um, I, I, I feel like I'm stuck in the middle of this because I love J.J., but I love Last Jedi yeah. too, so I don't know. Yeah, but I think that like, a lot of people were complaining that like, I feel like a lot of people complained that the force awakens was the same as a new hope. So then you like, you have Ryan Johnson come along and does something completely different. And yes, it's, yeah. I, I feel like, I feel like last, like last Jedi and connects better to the force awakens than last Jedi connects to rise of Skywalker. Um, I feel like 100%. it transitions pretty well off of, off of the force awakens. Um, I do agree that like the whole Luke storyline was a little weird. Like I, I I will give some credit to the haters on that and say like, yeah, they basically made him like a, a, a weirdo. I'll yeah. Um, but then I'll come oh, out. You mean say, it like, wasn't I, cool seeing him fresh drink, freshly squeezed blue milk. <laughs> like, come on. I enjoyed that. That was cool. Stupid. Um, Didn't need to be in it. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't, he loves I would have, I would have loved to see, what I would have loved back. to see like a better, a better um a better like kind of storyline for him i yeah. love the whole fight with him and kylo at the end where he was basically like a force projection i thought that was awesome because i didn't see it coming yeah. um but i i think that i i think it was just different like it wasn't a rehash of empire it wasn't like they kind of took star wars in a different direction is what i would have which i wanted to see um yeah. i i think that all the performances were great I will say that the whole dreadnought scene in the beginning is a little like pose little comedy is a little overdone as Love well. It. I think it's some of it's kind of, but like, I think it kind of stuck to their guns where like, when you go like compared to like last Jedi, I feel like JJ just like, I, and this goes to my argument where I say like, they did not have a plan for the biggest franchise in the world. And they, and mm. like, I would have, like, I think it would have turned out better if they said, all right, we're going to make three movies. Bing, bing, bing. This is what like JJ's gonna direct the first one. Ryan's gonna do the second one, and this is what like as as a, as an executive producer and 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 whatever Kathleen Kennedy's job is over there, just ruining things. Um, she's like the president of of Lucasfilm, just destroying it. Well, um, that was their original plan, but then Colin Trevorrow or whoever was on the second one Trevorrow, got the boot. Yeah. The yeah, thir- or he was the third. Oh yeah, third no, one. he's the third one. Yeah, no. the third all right. One. So here's what you do as an executive mm-hmm. producer and like a president and all. Go back to the drawing board and don't fudge it up. 
Like, don't fudge up the whole trilogy by just basically throwing things. I almost said another word by just throwing mm. things at another at, at the wall and be like, well, that works. That works. That works. Oh, yeah. Let's bring Palpatine back. Let's do all that. And I think Last Jedi like had it going in the in a, in a very good direction of like of to set its characters up. I will agree. I don't like Canto Bright and that little kid at the end. I like that as well. It's a shame. Last Jedi just forgot about him. <laughs> like that kid, like they literally just for like that was like you're like, oh man, he's force sensitive. Oh well, <laughs> just let him keep sweeping up horse crap. He's fine in a stable. <laughs> We're never gonna go back to him. Like <laughs> I, I just uh, that that's why I, I'm now hating Rise even more. But um, <laughs> but I think like I think like Blast Jedi was like a different type of Star Wars movie. Like it wasn't it wasn't what everyone wanted. And I understand like Ryan, people think it was like a different direction and Ryan Johnson destroyed it. But I think it was more, I think it was more along the lines of giving us something fresh and, and, and different for star Wars, but I'm going to do something where I, you know, it's probably going to, I don't want to do because Harry and I talked uh, like praise this movie. I'm going to turn it over to Greg. <laughs> mm, clear out. Everybody he, clear out. Yeah, clear see out what he has Papa. to say. Yeah, he's got the well, hot hand. Look to out. quote to quote Padme from Revenge of the Sith. You're breaking my heart. You're going <laughs> down a road I can't follow. Uh, yeah, this movie is just look. Let me start with the positives, because I do think there were some positives. I liked the new female characters. Rose Tico. I like General Holdo. Um, dude, seeing Yoda come back as a force ghost yeah. that that gave me goosebumps. That was one of my favorite parts of the movie. Um did you, uh, did you enjoy this? Did you enjoy the Snoke fight as well in the in Snoke's room, the, the throne room? I mean, I forgot visually to it earlier. was cool. Visually yeah. it was cool, but okay. like, I'm not. I don't agree with what they did to Snoke. And probably yeah. the the only other thing would be, um, you know, hinting that Ray's parentage was, you know, that she came from nobody, that she didn't have any uh, yeah. anybody of importance that she descended from. Other than that, you can take the rest of the movie and just chuck it straight in the trash can and set it on fire while you're at it because this was absolute garbage. Uh, I just... Uh. This movie, like, look, you can do Star Wars and subvert expectations and change it up um, while still keeping and retaining that essence of what it is because guess what? Mando does that. Guess what? Rogue One does that. Like, you don't have to be slavish and... and to, to the Skywalker saga itself, but you can still keep that feel of Star Wars. This doesn't do that, man. This this isn't Star Wars for me. Like making Luke Skywalker a joke and like Leia is, you know, like I didn't even mention this before, but like when I saw this in theaters, Leia, um, this was after Guardians of the Galaxy 2 had come and come out. And uh, when Leia's floating through space, somebody yelled, I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. <laughs> and I was like, what a great call, because that's how friggin' silly this scene is. Like, it's just I will agree that I forgot. I honestly forgot all about that. That was that was really stupid. Uh, I yeah. Finn but, and but... Ray's story does not intersect. So I don't know there. What was the point of building up a friendship in the first movie yeah. just to have them do nothing with it in this? Poe becomes a total jerk. Uh, you know, he's got people getting killed left and right, and he's callous. It's all about hunting the Empire and making jokes. And it's like, well, no, you just lost the squad. Uh, I just, man, there's so he much wrong with this movie. Yeah, he whatever. Took down the I, yeah, sure. Okay, cool. 
Um, but was the the price of you know his people worth it? Uh, I mean, it's just. It, you know, Harry, you, you mentioned earlier with one of your picks or, or one of the movies that uh, I think it was Rise of Skywalker. It just makes you mad when you watch it. And that's the way this yeah. movie makes me feel. You know, I just mm. like I don't agree with so much of it, even though there are some things that I like. It's just it doesn't give me a good feeling to watch. And I'm not going to say, hey, this isn't Star Wars because, you know, it is part of the franchise. I'm not going to gatekeep anybody. But yeah. it just did so much wrong that I just I don't want to go back to it like I don't. So yeah. I don't know. That's that's my take on this movie. It's just a big, dumb piece of crap. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I think part of the problem and like, you know, we could debate on JJ being a not a good director and Ryan being a fantastic <laughs> director all night. Um, yeah. But like, it's not entirely their fault. Now you could make the case of like, you don't like their specific movie. And then, you know, I made the case earlier about Skywalker that I don't like their movie, but bottom line, it's like, there's other people who have the money who like make these decisions and allow all yeah. this to continue to roll down the hill. Yeah. Um, I guarantee those changes were not like, maybe Ryan had the idea, but at the end of the day, that's that stuff isn't getting approved yeah. without like Kathleen Kennedy say yeah. so. Yeah. And I, I think I think, you know, another problem is, is that, you know, the, the first Star Wars movie came out in 77, you know, this one, you know, whatever came out, you know, let's round up to 2020 just to, you know, get it all finished and figured you have people who were probably in their 60s who were super excited to see this movie is, is you know, and this this trilogy come back and, and circle everything together. I think part of the problem with with the way this was done is they should have given J.J. the keys to this trilogy. And they should have had Ryan Johnson be able to do his own, not even trilogy, standalone movie, whatever you want to do, where he can have this imprint. And it doesn't feel like it's taking away for it for Greg. Right. You know, or for, you know, I would say, I, I think you're making it as more weird as you want to me. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, you know, make it more like a like a like a solo or, you know, even if you don't like success, it's doing something different. Or even, you know, as we'll talk, because we haven't talked about it yet. Rogue One. Um, so those are kind of the big things for me with it as much as I enjoy it. And, you know, I will say, you know, obviously as, as you listen to our director spot, I'm a, I'm a Ryan Johnson supporter. So, you know, that obviously is, he's going to get my support, um, you know, just as Chris will support JJ. Um, but, but yeah, no, I hear you with it. Uh, you know, this is, like I said, these three last movies, I mean, it's easy to see why the divide is there and why we're not getting a star Wars movie every two or every year. Um, you know, they've had to go back to the drawing board. I will say, you know, um, you know, because this is such a polarizing film, if they were going to do anything with original content, like like from the original trilogy, use shows for that. Like they're doing with Obi-Wan, they're telling a more longer story, what they're doing with Mando. If you're creating new stuff, I think it still can work as a movie. Um, you know, maybe we can we'll talk more about that at the end. But I think this is like this shows like, hey, if you're going to do something different, like it can't be it can't be with the Skywalker saga, because that's like. That's the big thing of like you're carrying this Titanic, you know, series and, you know, sh movies. And it's like you're just you're slowly you're, you're not seeing the iceberg and you hit it and you hit it with Force Awakens, you know, in hindsight, as you know, we'll talk about Force Awakens soon. But, you know, you're just you're just going on a path that that is no success. Hands. Yeah. Any closing thoughts on this one? Sorry, Greg, if you wanted to chip in. Sorry. Uh, it's OK. I was just going to say I totally agree. Like, yeah, the Skywalker saga is the bread and butter. People have been waiting for a sequel to this series forever. We want to see the closure. We want to see the closure. Right. All the actors me, are coming, coming up. Give me that comfort food. Like, don't yeah. sit there and like, oh, well, here's your thousand dollar prefix dinner that uh, you're not yeah. going to like any dishes from. 
It's like, no, just yeah. give me mashed potatoes and steak. Like, that's what I wanted. Yeah. And I think I think part of the problem, too, and I forgot to mention this really quick, Hans, I'm sorry, is, you know, Carrie Fisher's passing, you know, whether, you know, that how much that impacted this one, because, you know, the timeline's a little bit fuzzy on exact dates. But like they really, you know, they got rid of Han in the first one. They didn't touch Luke in the first one. They're circling back, throwing Luke in this one. And then, you know, uh, Carrie Fisher's passing, um, you know, kind of made it like, well, what's going to happen, you know, here and what's going to happen with the next one. So, um, yeah, it's just it's it's they they, they kind of painted themselves into a little bit of a hole, like things that weren't in their control kind of happened, but they painted themselves in a hole regardless. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Yeah, that, that I mean, I, I agree with everything. I'm gonna, I'm still, I'm gonna keep it. Uh, this is gonna be like solo where you guys change my mind. I'm keeping it right where, <laughs> right where it belongs. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, that said, then hands take us into the next one. Speaking of the sequel trilogy, we're gonna go the only one we haven't talked about yet: the uh, Return of Star Wars in 2015, uh, Force Awakens. Um, I remember seeing the trailer for this. Um, I like the. I still remember the teaser and like all the hype with with this yeah. coming out. Like not just the teaser, but the actual trailer. But um, you know, from our understanding of right now, it's a brand new Star Wars trilogy. We don't really know. Like all we know is there's th- like who's casted. Like the three we get looks of the three, the three new leads and um, four actually. I forgot Kylo Ren. But um, you know, I, I think this movie is. Um, although it's considered like a new hope repeat um i i mean i think it's actually um you know it's the best of the new ones i have it as rank sixth um Mm -hmm. but i think anything like from now on is probably going to be like is like top tier star wars for me um i love the new characters that they introduced um i think ray got a lot of hate um i think it's set up a good a good story to move forward to like kind of and reintroduce some um, previous characters. Um, so we got Chewie, uh, Leia and Han come back and like C-3PO and R2-D2. Um, but I, I think it, it, it's actually, I think what I impressed me the most was the special effects of how they, like they have come, like, I feel you come from the original movie that was like very practical and had some like, kind of obviously like kind of cheesy special effects, but good for the time. Then you go yeah. to, the seat, the prequels, that is, I, it feels like it's like 95% CGI. And I feel like the mix of practical with this, with the force awakens along with um, like some of the special effects, like matched up really well. Like I felt like the X wings were like legitimately flying. Like there was actually like legitimate, like dog fights happening. Um, you know, it, it kind of sets up Kylo Ren as, as the main villain through the new trilogy, which he sort of is. Um but, you know, they don't really hold anything back. Like, they go right away and say, yep, this is this is Solo's son. Like, they don't kind of make it or, like, hide it as a reveal. It kind of just happens. Um, and I think they, they set up the characters really well. Um, and I think that's what you want from, I guess, at that point, it was, when did, like, 12 years since a Star Wars live-action movie came out. And I think it brought everyone back into that world where it's just like, yeah, like, this is... Like Star Wars is like, I don't want to say Star Wars is back, but it's like now it's still like, it's still like a monster and it's going to be for God knows how long. So, um, Harry, what are your thoughts? 
Yeah, I mean, you mentioned, um, you know, where you had it on your list. It's obviously number five in our overall ranking. I had it slightly highest uh, between you guys at number four. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, you mentioned the trailer, Chris. I mean, I was working for this. Uh, you know, I, I watched this before it actually came out. Sorry uh, to all the distributors out there or uh, to, uh, you know, Disney. Uh, I watched it before I was supposed to. So, um yeah. So yeah, the hype was, was, was got me on this. And as, as Greg mentioned earlier, it's like, Hey, I'm going to my restaurant and I want my steak and potatoes. And that's exactly what I felt like this gave. Um, I felt like Kylo Ren was, you know, I feel he's could possibly be the best villain. Um, you know, I just liked his arc um, and especially the way they set it up in this. Um, I hated the way they ended it and all that stuff, but whatever. Uh, enjoyed the right origin story stuff. The stuff on Jakku was great. Um, you know, you can make a case that it's, you know, just, you know, the planet next to Tatooine and it's a photocopy image almost. Um, when the Falcon shows up, you know, Greg talks about goosebumps. You know, that was a scene that showed a little bit in the trailer, but that, you know, you felt that way. You know, there's a star killer base reference to the Death Star. There's that stuff. You know, there's the whole thing of finding Luke and where are we going to get Luke in this movie? And you realize no. And that was a little bit disappointing, not even a line. Um, which was a little bit, you know, I think problematic. Um, you know, when I talk about the arc of stuff, you had the in introduction of Maz, um, you know, with with her, you know, when Ray discovers the lightsaber and it's like, did we really like, did that character grow? Did we like, like, again, it's just nothing uh, used out of that. Um, you know, there was the, there was the scene between Han and Kylo and that, you know, that kind of scene where, you know, Kylo ends up killing Han, which was, you know, pretty, pretty emotional. Um, you know, scene, which, which definitely hit well. And then I really enjoy the Kylo and Ray fight. Cause you know, they're gearing up to it. The whole movie, you know, these two are kind of the, the next Luke and Darth, if you want to just put a simple thing on it. Um, I kind of enjoy their fight in the forest a little bit, you know, with that going on. Um, but yeah, you know, as much as this is, you know, you could say a photocopy of a, of a new hope, uh, really enjoy this one. Um, and, uh, yeah really enjoyed really like again you know a lot of times i always go back to like the moment and when things were coming out like this one just stands out to me with that and probably why i have it ranked a little slight slightly higher than you guys do papa what uh what are your thoughts on uh on force yeah so i i really liked the force awakens i thought it was a great return to the franchise um you know i i had it ranked at fifth which is exactly where it placed with our average um I still say whenever I come home with my dog, Chewie, Chewie, we're home. <laughs> that line from the uh, trailer. Adorable. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I just uh, I really like this. I, I know, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, well, it's a carbon copy of A New Hope. And yeah, some of the, the major beats, I guess, are, are the same. But there's enough different stuff in between yeah. that, you know, it stands on its own for me and, and I enjoy it. Um Really, the only thing that I the only knock I would have against it uh, or major fault, I would say, is, yeah, having Luke not appear until the very end and not even a single line of dialogue like yeah. have him, you know, appear in the third act or whatever. Give us a little something, but to to not have anything and save all that it, like it, it felt like kind of a letdown because they knew what they were doing. I mean fans were anticipating that and it's like oh well guess what you're waiting another three years now and it's like ah, yeah bomber dude so um yeah oh go ahead no i was just gonna say it's such like a when you think about the potential of a character like finn and like what's his story and how did he you know how did he defect and you think about poe and like 
like show us here like Poe's struggles of like wanting to be a leader, but also like willing to do whatever, you know, what costs. Like there's so many things that you just look back on or even Captain Phasma where it's like, oh, like what is how did how do you become that? Like where's the origin right. story behind that? Or where's your story? And it's like absolutely nothing, you know, done with it and nothing moved on to the next movie, you know. And right. I think a lot of that starts with what you mentioned with Luke, where it's like, let's not show Luke at all in this movie and just have him be the set piece for the next one. And then let's totally not let's totally change gears 100 um, percent, right. um, you know, with where people thought his character was. So, yeah. Right. Um, what else? I, I really liked Kylo Ren. You know, he's he's not Darth Vader. Um, he's something different. And that's good because you can't just copy Darth Vader. He's exactly. more unhinged and, you know, whatever. Um trying to think of what else bb8 we haven't really touched on bb8 i think he's a great addition to the droids he's definitely classic uh can't hear you bud um but uh oh yeah yeah love bb8 uh yeah so bb8 great addition i just i don't know i really like the force awakens i like the environments i like you know the the characters all of it it's it's all good except for the luke stuff I just want to. I just want to live back in the potential of Force Awakens. Where you love <laughs> right. Force Awakens, and you're like, I can't wait to see what they do with this and what they do with that and all this stuff. And just, oh, it's so depressing after. I know, dude. I know. Uh, okay. I, I spend way too much time like rewriting the the sequel trilogy, <laughs> like in my head. Like I come up get with those, so many like so many ideas. Where going, like, Chris? Yeah, no, it's like that my for my hundred. My hunter followers were twenty five percent of them are like OnlyFans accounts. Um, <laughs> Look out for Hans's fan fiction, Fifty Shades of Skywalker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, like I, I literally I come it. up with like some of these ideas. And I'm just like, man, like, what if they did this? What if they did this? And I'm like, well, I can't go back in time. And and even if that was the case, like JJ and Kathleen Kennedy are probably gonna be like, who the hell is this guy? Like, <laughs> like we get we get millions of these letters from these nerds all the time. <laughs> Well, one day uh, time travel will be invented and then you can take your shot. I'm getting that Facebook. Money. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, let's move on to our next one. Uh, and that is Rogue One ranked at number four. Number four. Um, so I had this slightly higher. I had this at number three, but uh, I think number four is a good place for it. Uh, Rogue One, just fantastic. I loved, loved all of the characters, um, you know, even the ones that maybe didn't necessarily get as much shine uh cheer at way looking at you donnie yen um but like i i love all of them and it's crazy because you know for the most part you could kind of guess what the fate of these characters was because obviously you know yeah. we had never heard of them before we kind of knew where the story was leading up to as i mentioned when we were discussing solo i didn't think this was a necessary movie and boy, they proved me wrong. Like they they really went out of their way to to make us care about, you know, the Ursos and uh, Cassian Andor. K2SO was a droid unlike anything we had seen before. And he was awesome. Um, I mean, you know, again, cheer at M-Way, um, not necessarily a Jedi, but someone kind of in tune with the force anyway. Uh, and and to that point, there were no really force users in this movie, except for Vader, who we see um yeah but uh you know the movie still stands on its own without that proving that you can do a star wars without you know the your phony sorcerer's ways um so yeah i just i really really love that movie and boy that vader scene at the end like showing him to be the dude that we all knew he could be was just amazing so 
I don't know. Um, I think uh, also some people were kind of um, down on uh, the the Tarkin and Leia uh, CG, but I thought it looked fine. Uh, I think Tarkin maybe looked a tiny bit off, but I, I wouldn't yeah. I wouldn't naysay it or poo poo it. One or two. I mean, he was in a couple. I think he was in a couple more scenes than I had anticipated, and I think yeah. that's where people kind of get that feeling of like, eh, where Leia has the one, and you're like, wow, that looks really good, right? Uh, and again, the locales, uh, I thought were fantastic. The settings, you know, especially Scarif, that was the type of the world that we hadn't seen before in Star Wars, yeah. where it's kind of just like beach land, uh, with palm trees, but guess what? It was awesome. Um, so yeah, I, I really enjoy this movie. Happy. We're getting a Cassie and Andor spinoff, uh, which I, did they finish filming? I think I just read that it had wrapped. I think it's done. I think it's yeah. either done or like, they're like on the like brink of it, but I think they're they're I think they're done. So excited for that. Although I do believe they said there's not going to be any K2 in, in that, uh, that series, yeah. at least not initially, but you know, hopefully there'll be a season two or whatever. Um, so yeah, rogue one, fantastic movie, really enjoyed it. Hans, what are your thoughts? Um, I ranked this as my number two. Um, and you know, I, I think, um, like I, I, you could take a lot of things out of this and not necessarily like, and I, I, I think that this movie would not I, I be successful without the Star Wars name. I think that like if you kind of took out Darth Vader and the whole may the force be with you kind of stuff and like the Star Wars references. But I, I think like this is like I don't feel like this is a Star Wars movie. I feel this is like more like a war movie um, and especially like the whole last hour when they're on Scarif. And, you know, it, it that like it's legit like it, it it is a war like it's not necessarily like battles that we've seen normally in star Wars before. And, and this is like, when I talk about seeing something that's different, like last Jedi, like this is a completely different story that like we've known about since new hope, but I think it's, it's, it wasn't a necessary story, but I'm glad they told it. Cause this movie is, is honestly like I have a ranked number two. And I, I think, yeah. um, you know, there's a lot of talent in here that I didn't even realize that, like, I forgot they were in it. Like, I'd like Mads Mikkelsen, Ben Mendelsohn, like they're, they Ben Mendelsohn is a, a, a phenomenal actor. And I feel like he doesn't like I feel like a lot of people, you know, I, I he's I feel like he's a lesser known actor out there. Like he's definitely like has leading villain roles or like some leading roles. But like, I don't think he gets enough credit um, as he should Just check him out um, in Captain Marvel. No, no. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> whoops. Um, but other than that, Walk like, right I, that I like, yeah. yeah, I know, right? The um, like, the rest of the cast, like Riz Ahmed, who is a like, uh, like, probably one of the like, I would say on my radar for like the top five up and coming actors that like, I just know that like they're going to have a good, a very good um, career. What was that look for, Harry? No, I'm just kidding. I uh, no, nah, that's a good call. I just I'm I, that's a take I haven't heard from you. So sometimes when you make those takes, I'm I'm blown away. He's so a like he's it. a fantastic actor. He is. Good, um, yeah. but like just to go back, he wasn't good in Venom, but I'll just let that happen. But um, <laughs> is anyone? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but I think it's cool. Like that whole like, and just to jump on your thought, like with the whole Vader scene, like that. I I don't remember the last time I've had that many like that amount of goosebumps like in a movie because like when you see the red lightsaber you're just like uh oh 
Like, and then not, and it wasn't just him slashing people down. Like he actually uses powers that we've never seen before. Like he's never seen that version yeah. of Vader. Um, the CGI didn't bother me with, with Tarkin. I mean, it, it, I knew it was fake. I knew, like, I knew he wasn't really there because he, really, you, know, <laughs> you yeah. didn't think they brought him back from the dead. <laughs> <laughs> I figured, I figured that up early that it wasn't him. Um, I knew it was fake. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> but you could tell like with his movements, like when he was standing still, it was fine. But when he was moving, you could tell, obviously like it was CGI, the Leia, like I, she, she said one word, I think. And yeah. that was it. And, and whatever. Yeah. But um, yeah, the, this movie is, I, I really went in with, I don't want to say low expectations, but like average. And it like blew them away. Um, glad we're getting the Cassian um, series. I know that's probably going to be a prequel. You know, it's showing how the uh, Rogue One ended. But uh, hopefully we get to K2SO because he's Alan, Alan Tudyk or Tudyk, however you say his name, is a, is a fantastic voice actor. So he needs he needs to come back. Hair. Yeah, I mean, I think you guys hit on, you know, all the points. I mean, obviously, you know, we could talk about Vader showing up and it's like, man, this is this is the Vader we all we all thought of, um, you know, wanted to see, you know, given the lack of technology back in the 70s and 80s with the abilities of a, of a Jedi um, or a Sith. Um, but yeah, I had this as number six for no, no negative reason. Um, you know, I was a little bit lower on this than you guys, but you know, I think I have to pull a hand ready on this and be like, maybe I, I could bump it up a spot or two, um, you know, for it. Um, yeah, just even the opening of this movie with with Galen or so and, and Krennic, um, I really enjoy Ben Mendelsohn. And I think he just he does a great job of like what you think. And I think Donald Gleason, we didn't really touch on him in in the new trilogy. Like I enjoy when like the the general who like doesn't really hold any like holds all the power of like being in control of the first order or you know in charge of the empire with without being like i'm not a jedi and like vader could kill me at any moment or kylo could kill me at any moment but like running their mouth like i really enjoy that character and i hope that continues throughout star wars where there's just a commanding officer who's just thinks he's all that but he's really not um but yeah, I mean, all the all the characters that we've talked about, you know, play their roles, you know, and each have a moment at the end, which causes the plans to be, um, you know, executed and sent to uh, the Republic to, you know, then, um, you know, set up set up a set up a new hope, and you know, there's that perfect you know streamline right to it, um, which works out really well, and. You know, I got I was getting a little bit depressed because we've been talking so much about you know the back half of the list and. Uh, you know, uh, there was so much promise with Force Awakens and with this one, you know, this was 2016, a year after Force Awakens. And, you know, there was like, wow, maybe maybe these pre maybe these side movies can can really work. And uh, little did we know that uh, that Solo would come out and everybody would be like, yeah, we'll pass. <laughs> we don't need it. So um, but yeah, no, I mean, you know, excited to see the Cassian show. And I, I would I wish they would do more things like this, like take characters that really work and actors that really work. And, you know, hey, let's tell a, you know, six, five, eight, whatever episode side story of of their coming to, you know, who they are. So, yeah, Stuff. those are my thoughts. All right. Uh, let us move on then. Harry. I was about to steal it for you. Um, yeah. So now we are into, I believe, our top three, which mm -hmm. if you're following along at home, there's three movies that we haven't mentioned, which. Um, I think all, you know, start up, uh, start this whole thing. And, uh, number three on our list is, uh, is a new hope. Um, now this is your classic, 
you know, hero, you know, Greek story, you know, and it's done to a T um, and it's done in space. And, um, you know, uh, this movie was introduced to me, um, you know, as, as we, you know, as I mentioned earlier, we're all growing up and, and my dad had just started talking about Star Wars to me um, and was like, hey, you got to watch it. And I was like, OK, dad, like whatever you say, dad, old man's got a got a movie recommendation. Sounds sounds corny. And, um, you know, just absolutely hooked. You know, he uh, he we you know, again, uh, what is this boomer moment? Uh, we, we put the video, we put a VCR tape in, recorded it on like TNT or something and, uh, whatever cable channel. And like, that's how I was able to watch it. Um, you know, cause of course you go to bed early and like, you know, when you're eight years old and he was like, Hey, you know, we'll watch this on a weekend. So, so definitely some cherished memories there with that. Um, you know, holds a special place, you know, getting introduced to star Wars for the first time. Um, you know, and, and, you know, even early on in the movie, you know, this is something I think the 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 prequels lacked. And I think they tried to do it with force, but like just learning about the history of what a Jedi is or how this story like is going to be told, um, you know, and it's funny, you know, thinking about it, how many secrets Obi-Wan keeps as he's like talking to Luke. And I know there's probably some things back then when he's first making it like, hey, don't treat this like, you know, all these things. But it's like they're talking about like how, you know. Oh yeah, Darth Vader. Uh, he was he was a he was he was a friend of your father's, and he betrayed him. <laughs> yeah. And you know, yeah. hey, uh, you have a sister somewhere. I don't want to tell you about it. And uh, <laughs> oh, Leia. Oh, the woman who I'm watching a little you know screen of of her announcing something. That's Leia. Crap. Oh man, this is a lot. Um, Obi Wan. But he plays. Of course, that. I know him. He's yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he. <laughs> He, I'm plays, not he plays that super cool. I mean, Alec Guinness, you know, um, just just great there. Um, you know, obviously introducing Han. I was always more. I mean, I've talked about it before. I was always a Luke guy, you know, wanting to be Luke. Uh, you know, maybe I thought Han was too cool for me, um, you know, and, uh, you know, it's just a classic story. I mean, I, we don't have to tell it. It's a tale as, as they would say as old as time. Um, but yeah, number three on our list. Um, as far as where I had it in my rankings for it, I had it at number three. So right where we have it. Um, yeah, a perfect, a perfect movie, a perfect introduction, you know, for anyone who wants to know about here in a villa villain story. So, uh, hands, you want to, uh, you want to take it? Um, I, I, yeah, I have it as number three too. I mean, it started at all. Um, you know, it, it is, it, it honestly, I think they, it, it basically showed up like special effects that people didn't even know, like existed in movies. Um, it basically started off an entire genre for the most part, for lack of a better word. Um, I mean, science fiction existed, but this just reinvented it. Um, my favorite part is, and I think it's in a new hope. My favorite uh, quote is when Luke's talking to his aunt and uncle and he says, Obi-Wan Kenobi, do you think he might like, doesn't he, he says something like, do you think he means Ben Kenobi? Like, come on, man. Like, they have the same last name. Like, how many Kenobis, Kenobis you know walking yeah. around? Exactly. General like, Kenobi. Yeah. And I'm just like, I, like, and like, in hindsight, watching that, I'm like, come on, Luke, you're you're smarter than that. I hope you are. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, you you get introduced to all these like iconic characters that that, um, you know, that everyone, even even Star Wars fans, know their names. Like, not everyone, like. Yeah. Eight billion people on this planet, and I guarantee you, like ninety percent of them know the name Skywalker or Han Solo, or in some way it's referenced Princess Leia, Darth Vader, like all of them. Um, her, and her Uncle Owen and Aunt Peru skeletons. Oh. <laughs> 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 R R I P. Yeah. 
Um, which I don't know why Ray would want to go back in that house because there's a lot of like, like just some bad things happen in that house. Bad juju. Um, it's like buying a haunted house. Yeah, bury um, the trilogy. Yeah, instead of seeing Uncle and yeah, now Ray instead of seeing the Uncle and Uncle's ghost, sees Luke and Leia haunting that little that little house. Um, but I, you know, I I think that like it, it goes to all it, it introduced like basically the world to this this idea of like having like stories being told in like in you know galaxies far far away and different different types of aliens and you know characters that we all love that you know you see news footage from like 1977 of people lining up to see this movie and it just like destroyed box office and it it spawned a a, a company or just like a brand that is worth billions and billions of dollars so yeah yeah those those are my thoughts on it uh papa what about you um so i had a new hope ranked number two uh it's not my favorite movie but i think it might be the best movie of the trilogy uh or of all Mm -hmm. the the franchise it's just so pure it's um i wouldn't even qualify i mean it's it is sci-fi but i wouldn't even qualify it as sci-fi i'd qualify it as uh fantasy because it's more you know there's the princess and we're rescuing her and we're off on an adventure and like you know it's all this type of stuff it's it's sweet without being saccharine and it's um it's just man it's such a good movie and and i have so many fond memories associated with it but like you know this will be the first movie that i introduce uh my daughter to the first star wars movie um uh, you know this is but i mean even logically it's like from a story perspective this is the easiest to digest because it's again it's just so pure and it's it's like yeah it goes from point a to b to c and yeah there's not a lot of um surprises or twists or anything like that but that's okay like it's just it's such a well done movie like they really had magic captured on the cell the film cells and uh i'm just so thankful that this was the way that it happened and it, it kicked everything all off it's a it's a wonderful wonderful movie and um yeah i mean nothing nothing bad to say about it or how they could improve upon it i mean this is what what kicked everything off and and led to our love and if there was no a new hope then there's no uh us talking about this on a podcast right now yeah. and all of this good stuff all these wonderful Absolutely. byproducts that have spun out of star wars it's all because of this one movie so Wow, that's nice, Papa. Well, well, well said. Uh, I will say I made a mistake in the beginning. Uh, this uh, of the when I started talking about uh, a new hope, uh, it's actually tied uh, for this place of third. Um, but we could flip flop it with our next movie. So, uh, who has is that? Craig, 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 yep. take it away. So our number two, we're tied for number three. However, you want to put it, um, is. Also, my number one movie, which is uh, dun, dun, dun. Return of the Jedi. Uh, man, you know, if I could just distill this this movie down to one line, I don't. You know, I have I had a close relationship with my dad before he passed, and like my favorite line from this movie is, "I am a Jedi, like my father before me," and it mm. just really, it, you know, like he wasn't a huge Star Wars fan, but my memories of star Wars, I kind of equate with him because he got me the movies and, you know, we would go toy hunting and buy the toys and all that (laughs) stuff. And it was just, uh, it's so good. And, and, you know, 
the torch of hope is i know this isn't a new hope but the torch of hope is almost out you know obi-wan is dead and yoda dies and it's just luke although there is another um so luke has to carry on that that hope and and rebuild the jedi order oh yeah and he has to take down the evil emperor once and for all and try and turn his dad back to the side of good um and and you know redeeming darth vader is no small feat so uh yeah. you know seeing all of these things is uh actually put to screen and capping off the the end of the trilogy um is just it's it's magical also um you know the the han story glad they got him back they got him you know uh out of carbonite and uh the stuff on um the the forest moon of endor uh with the ewoks and all i thought was pretty entertaining pretty cool i know some people um hate the ewoks similar to the way that we kind of despise jar jar but i'm all about the ewoks i love them you know they're they're cute and they're vicious at the same time um i just not not enough time in the day to praise this movie when the empire falls and they have the celebration whether it's the original uh celebrate the love yub nub or uh the new version which which i actually prefer and they have the fireworks going off all over the universe it's just it's a wonderful wonderful moment and then we we uh have the the funeral pyre for darth vader and then we see the jedi sitting at the end and it's you know luke and leia and Luke's the only one that can see the force ghost, but he knows yeah. that they're there and everything's going to be okay. So it's just a, uh, it's, it's a magical thing for me. I absolutely love this movie. I don't think you could have capped that trilogy off any better than return of the Jedi did. Mm. And um, you know, like I said, even though I don't think it's as good of a movie as a new hope, I prefer this movie over a new hope. I, I, I enjoy it better yeah. personally. Uh, so what do you guys think? <laughs> Hans, how about you, buddy? Um, I don't. I hate the Ewoks. Um, I'm just flat. I've said that before on this on this on this show that I do not like the Ewoks. Um, I don't have it ranked as high. I think I have it like fifth or sixth on mine. Yeah, it was five, um, five. Yeah, five. Tragic um, take. It's not though. I mean, but I, I will say that like I I think the opening where the Han rescue is is it's such a good scene. Um, I think that the end between Luke and Vader is is probably my favorite lightsaber fight of all the movies. Like I love that whole scene. Um, although you know, it, it, I, I watched it maybe like a before. I think I did a rewatch before Rise came out for on all the Star Wars movies. And the one thing I noticed is I'm like, you know, Luke, Luke is supposed to be this like you know beacon of hope. I'm like. He really like gave into the dark side. He was going to like take like just take the emperor out until Vader stopped him. Yeah. Yeah. So if it wasn't for Vader there, like Luke would have been full dark side. So let's not all give Luke saying he's such a good guy because, <laughs> you know, Vader stopped him. Um, but, you know, I, I, I like I, I do love Return of the Jedi, but I just I think there's a lot of fluff in there. Like, I think you can get rid of Endor. I really don't like it. Even that, like the whole movie kind of is like bringing back the whole Death Star. I think that was like kind of, they may have needed an idea and to say like, oh, well, let's just take an idea from the first one and bring it back. Um, you know, we get some really cool lines from Admiral Akbar, who's my favorite, uh, one of my top five favorite Star Wars characters because he's so goofy. Um, he's like, it's a trap. Um, <laughs> I crack up anytime I hear that in any kind of media or anything. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, it closes out the original trilogy like really well. Like it, it really wraps everything up. And I mean, they honestly, Lucas could have stopped there if he didn't even if he didn't decide to do episode four, five, and six. He could have just done one, two, and three and let it be. But of course, you know, he had plans in the future to do a one, two, and three. Um, but um, he did a summer home, so and another winter <laughs> home and another fall home. Dude, he got up on a country with the way this yeah. thing's making money. <laughs> Um, he, uh, but yeah, I, I think that like it, it tied up, like, I don't think, you know, it, it I'm glad that we kind of got more star Wars after the years, but I think, uh, I think Jedi really like closed the loop. And this was before in like the seventies and eighties where we weren't always looking to say like, all right, well, this movie deserves a sequel. Now this movie deserves a sequel. I think back then, like filmmakers really stuck to their guns to say, this is my movie. I'm not making any more. Nowadays, it's like if a movie makes a, like, you know, a couple hundred million dollars, like the first thing people go to is like, we want a sequel. We want a sequel. And I think back yeah. then it was kind of cool to say, like, you know, to kind of say, like, all right, this series is done now. You know, 15, like 15 years later, Lucas is like, hey, <laughs> kind of want to finish off that one, two and three part. So I'm going to go back and do that. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I think the perform. I think everyone really like kind of does a phenomenal job with the performances. Um, the one thing I, I do, I have a gripe about is, you know, and I agree with Harrison Ford. I think they should have killed Han Solo off um, somehow, like as, in some kind of a sacrifice. I'm not going to hold that against them and say like, Oh my God, like this movie sucks now because they didn't do that. Um, because, no. because of that. Now we got Han Solo in the sequel movies. So, mm-hmm. you know, not bad. He just ended up dying in those instead. <laughs> um, but yeah, those, those are my thoughts on, 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 on Jedi. Uh, Harry, what do you, Harry, what do you got? I mean, I had this on number two on my list. I mean, I think I could flip flop this with uh, number two, uh, number one, uh, which we'll get to. Which uh, I mean, if you're a Star Wars fan, you know what's coming up. Um, so I think it flips. I mean, this is kind of you know when this movie came when I know when this movie came out when I first saw this movie. Um, this is like where I wanted to be, like Luke. I wanted to be a Jedi. I wanted to have the you know green lightsaber. I wanted to be super cool. I was like, there's multiple colors other than red and blue. This is great. Um, you know, and I think. You know, one of the things that you're mentioning, Chris, you know, because I think Greg said a lot, you know, about the positives. And I think, you you know, the Ewok stuff for me and the Endor stuff, I think it's fun. It's cute. It's lighthearted. It works for me. Um, you know, the, the Luke stuff is, I mean, that's what kind of the beauty of, you know, the dark side, you know, and, you know, be, well, being a Jedi and being a Sith is it's like you're you're so close to being on one side or the other and the struggle, you know, it's just you know, to say, and, you know, is this, is this true? And yeah, there's the, there's the Yodas who are, you know, 100, 100% committed, you know, to being a Jedi. And, you know, there's the Palpatines who are, you know, 100% committed to being a Sith. Um, but I think that's the beauty of that fight of just of Luke's temptation to, you know, want to try to do right, but also riding that line where it's like, I'm turning to the dark side possibly. So, you know, then there's the Vader redemption, you know, a little bit, you know, when he throws, the emperor off which he he died so the the ninth movie doesn't <laughs> exist as, as we talked about thank you um 
rise does not exist um but uh you know and there's that there's that nice moment between luke and you know anakin you know and i'll call him anakin at this point because the mask is off but um you know and just talking about it so um yeah it's it's uh, again like you know greg said i know greg i think mentioned to me before you know he throws that youtube up of that final scene and just kind of puts it on to to go to his happy place so uh you definitely get the vibes there from that and it's uh yeah i mean you know, I, I know some people kind of give Return of the Jedi a lot of hate, but I think that's because of our number one movie, um, you know, and, and how well this is received, not just, you know, with us, but also, you know, with with, you know, our audience and probably with other people. And what is that number one movie, trans- Hans? That was a <laughs> no, beautiful sorry, transition I didn't know, I didn't know, hands. And I apologize. I didn't know if we were. I didn't know if we were done our thoughts on on Jedi. I sorry. Just trying to uh, ratchet up that suspense. I teed it up. I teed it up. I teed that it up was, for you. For all you sports fans, that was the equivalent of Ben Simmons passing on a wider baton. <laughs> Oof. Uh, and and game oh. seven of last year's playoffs. Um. Oh. So. Any Star Wars fan knows what's coming next. It is the very classic, the sequel to A New Hope, The Empire Strikes Back. Um, just going to go off and say, like, this is probably always in, this, in the discussion of not just best sequels, but it's always usually in terms of, and, you know, Greg, I'll throw the sci-fi and say fantasy and even sci-fi movies. Like, this is one of the, probably the best movies ever, at least in my opinion. Um, I, whenever I think of, whenever I say, like someone says, like name a sequel, that's better than the original. It's always going to be empire strikes back. Um, they've really like amped up a new hope. Um, you know, I feel like as much as a new, you know, it, it takes place in an entire galaxy. Um, I think that, um, I, I think a new hope was more of a smaller scale for the most, for kind of a lack of a better word. I feel like. I feel like uh, Empire really just like amped the stakes up of the fact of like how how like strong the Empire really is um, and how they're not going down without a fight. We get the Battle of Hoth, which is one of my favorite openings to a movie um, ever. I think that whole like the intense like the intensity with that. You get the great Tauntaun scene of, um, you know, seeing Luke get all curled up and get warm in a goofy looking animal. <laughs> And I um, thought they smelled bad on the outside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, um, you know, it, it all leads up to Cloud City. Um, and then what I think is probably, um, and I don't want to say necessarily like from a lightsaber fight, I think just the whole scene of Luke confronting Vader when he sh- really shouldn't have um, is, uh, is great. Like one of my, f- probably my favorite movie shot is when Vader standing on top of the steps has a smoke behind him, And then he says, he says to, um, to Luke, he's like, he's like the force is strong in you, but you're not a Jedi yet. And, uh, you know, the, it's great. Like it's, that's not even a fair fight because Vader is fighting with one hand the whole fight until, um, the very end when they're on the bridge and then it's just like berserker mode and you know we yeah. find out the big reveal which is one of if i can go back in time it would probably be to be in the theater when you find out that vader is luke's father which is one of like it goes back in what 1980 that came out is like before twist endings were a thing and when a movie had to have a twist ending like you could tell that that like blew everyone's mind from what i hear from people who've actually been in the theater um yeah. And it leaves kind of the series on a on a down note. Like pretty much all the all the main characters have been defeated, and then I think that's 
where it leads into the fact that you're getting a, th- you know, you're getting a third movie at that point. And, um, you know, I just think, I think that, you know, that's it, it, usually how it usually plays in like a trilogy where it's, you know, high, low, back to high for, yeah. for your hero. Um, you get the weird kiss between Luke and Leia, which now looking back at it, like was if Lucas knew what he was doing, then he's a creep. And, um, Oh, come on. Game of Thrones has plenty of that. It's all fine. Yeah, whatever. Back to the future uh, almost does too. Yeah. Back yeah, exactly. to the future. Back to the future the might've been a little worse. All the classics have it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. In, in, incest was running rampant in the eighties. Um, but yeah, I, I I think that like this is like a, it, it's in the it's in the conversation for like best sequel, best movie. Like I, I it's I, it's you have so many iconic moments from this, and it really like I I I don't ever I can't find one bad thing about this movie. Um, I can pick apart other Star Wars movies, but I think from this one, like if there was one of them that I can watch from beginning to end, it would definitely be Empire because like through the whole thing, I you know, I'm, I'm just stuck on it. Like I won't, if it's on, I will make sure like I'll somehow, like if I, if I catch it in the middle, then I'm like, all right, well now I got to go put it on. Cause I'll want to watch it from the beginning. So, um, Papa, what about you? Yeah. So <clears throat> I had this ranked number four and really on any given day, this could probably flip between three and four with rogue one for me. But, um, it's just it, it, it is it's a fantastic movie i want to say one of my favorite quotes here although i can't do a frank oz voice but uh life creates it makes it grow its energy surrounds us and binds us mm. luminous beings are we not this crude matter so that is just a fantastic quote from yoda and uh one of my all-time favorite movie quotes um really the one the only strike that i have against this movie um, is the thing, the very reason that people love it so much, which is because it's dark. Uh, I, hmm. The first one and the third one, being A New Hope and uh, Return of the Jedi, um, you know, they, they have hope in them. Whereas this one, there's just, there's no hope from the very beginning. The rebels are being hunted down and they're on the run. And the very end, they're in the same place. They make no ground. And if any, they give up some yeah, ground. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I don't like dark or bleak or nihilistic movies. I'll watch them, but that doesn't mean I enjoy them. And that is the one thing that takes away from this because it's not, it's not that, uh, happy ending that, you know, the first and the third movie give us. So, but that being said, I mean, it's still a great movie. (laughs) You know, I love the empire strikes back. I can't knock it for anything else. It's, it is a, a fantastic movie. We get, um, you know, more of our favorites in, in different settings, different looks. Uh, we get new characters like Lando and all the bounty hunters, Boba Fett, you know, Zuckus, and yeah. Orlom and Dengar. Love them all. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, it's just a tremendous, tremendous movie. Um, and I can see why it's number one for for most people. I don't agree with it, but I, I, I can't knock that decision. Uh, Harry, what about you? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was uh, it was number one for me, but as I mentioned, I mean, this and Jedi, you could kind of flip a coin, uh, as Greg was saying about his, you know, him and a new, uh, well, this and Rogue, Rogue one, one for you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I mean, just the opening, you know, Chris mentioned a little bit with Hoth, but like, 
who is a kid when it snowed, like didn't try to pretend you were on Hoth and like trying to survive and like, you know, making any, making igloos and just being like, Oh, this is our defense line here. Let's have a snowball fight. Um, you know, um, yeah, find a yeah, deer and cut still... it open and then curl inside of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. My childhood wasn't like that. Um, I knew you, I know you grew up oh. in the country, so it's fine. Um, you know, Vespin, you know, just, just seeing Vespin and like, you know, the Lando Han, you know, kind of back and forth, which, you know, if you think on it, Solo does a lot of that with them betting on the Falcon and everything. And, you know, this is obviously, you know, the creation of, of that. Um, so one thing Solo did get right. Great job. Um, and they putting the moves you know, on Leia. How about that? I know. Dude? Yeah. You uh, listen, truly listen, belong listen, with us up shot, here amongst yeah. the clouds. <laughs> he shoots his shot. Dude, Lando, Lando um, goes know, after robots too. Like he's just he's <laughs> just likes he's it all. He's a people pleaser. He 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 loves it all. He'll take whatever yes. he can get. Um, you know, I, I enjoy the Yoda training with Luke. Um, I you know I don't know if a lot of people love that, but you know when when he's sitting down with Yoda, and as you get older and you kind of listen to it a little bit more. You know, it, a lot of it makes a little bit more sense. You know, this is kind of, you know, when when Luke does lose his hand, you know, and finds out Vader's his father and he, father and he calls out to Leia. You know, we, we see that there's a connection there. His father uh, is a connection. There. <laughs> <It's Faja. laughs> we see there's a connection there with with Leia and Luke and, and their kind of force powers there. So we, that's the first indication we see for that. Um but yeah, I mean, um, you, you know, you guys kind of said it all with the, with this one. So um, yeah, it belongs. I think it's a deserving belonging of the first place um, on our list. Uh, you know, you can make a case for Jedi. You can make a case for New Hope. Um, but if you're putting anything else up there, you know, I'd, I'd love to hear about it. So uh, from the people out there. But yeah, great choice for for number one, I think, for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, any thoughts on any of the trilogies as a set you know whether it's the prequel the og or mm. the sequel trilogies do you guys or any any thoughts in general about any of this yeah i'll i'll, I'll take it um i mean yeah i mean the obviously the original trilogy you know i think that's just sometimes i think it's how it's introduced to you i know for my wife the first star wars movie she ever saw was force awakens um, she never saw the, the originals, so she does enjoy the originals, but you know, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, oh, force awakens is, you know, a fantastic movie. I don't want to speak for her though, but, mm. um, yeah. So the original trilogy, I mean, it holds a special place in my heart, you know, especially, you know, my, you know, when, when you talk about, you know, that, that family member or, you know, that person in your life, he's like, you gotta see star Wars. And it's like, okay, dude. Um, you know, when it first gets introduced to you. Uh, you know, I think the prequels get, you know, probably the most hate and rightfully so for the amount of changes and less practicality that it used. Um, but, you know, I still think there's moments and it kind of redeems itself, I think, with Sith. And as far as the new trilogy, there was so much hope with Force Awakens and it felt like something was awakened in us that, you know, there was possibility and we would get another another trilogy and we were back. And yeah, uh, then they put that know, back to sleep. It. <laughs> and then I enjoy the last Jedi more than Greg, and we could probably go on for another hour about arguments about that, but we'll keep it contained for the viewers and uh, the absolute dumpster fire of rise of rise of uh, rise of Skywalker. There was a meme that went around where Ray turns and she says, I'm Ray. And uh, the meme was Ray Star Wars. And uh, yeah. that's how that <laughs> felt um, with that. So 
and Ray Star Wars, everyone. Hands, any any final thoughts on the uh, on the series as, as a whole? Not only is like Star Wars given us like so much entertainment, like and great storytelling. It's given us and and as we as someone said earlier about me, I'm a meme lord. Uh, we've gotten <laughs> so many classic memes from Star Wars and so much classic internet material mm-hmm. for jokes. And it's just it's it's great to like just look beyond the whole science fiction part of it and be like, hey, how many high ground memes can I look at? And how many memes of Yoda sleeping can I look at? And and it just like it's just amazing. It just it 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 tra- it, it transcends just movies. Now it's just like my my daily intake of entertainment. Um, you mentioned yeah. internet stuff. I, I, I desperately urge anybody who's listening after you finished listening or watching this episode. If you have not seen the bad lip sync videos uh, of songs, do you know what I'm talking about, Hans? Okay. I think so. Uh, please I think so. go to the YouTube channel, Bad Lip Sync, and they have like five or six different Star Wars songs. You have to watch them. They're hilarious. Uh, and the beats are like actually really good. They could be like legit beats in, in pop yeah. songs or whatever. But uh, yeah, I mean, those songs are amazing. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, question for you guys. Uh, question for you guys what order should people watch them in um chronological which would be straight through starting from one episode one or uh i guess release which would be you know the og trilogy and then Mm. the prequels and then the sequels i say chronological i mean you give up the um the secret of vader being the father which you know if you're listening to us you you've already known that secret uh but you get the character arcs yeah you get the character arcs what i would probably do like when i know when finn starts watching star wars i would probably do original prequel Mm -hmm. like in order of release only because like i feel like as someone who's so young who's not like at the time like i feel like if if like like harry when jill watched star wars was she did she know darth vader was luke scott luke's father Good question. I think so. I think she had some gen- generic right. knowledge, but I would most say. such a thing in pop culture now. I mean, it's exactly. I, I can't yeah. imagine. And I yeah. and I feel like I would want that at least. Like I would want to see someone experience that. Like so, excuse me. When Finn's old enough to watch, like I definitely would show him like the release, and then like because there's really not the rest of the trail. The rest of the series doesn't really have like any kind of like mind blowing secrets except that. So I think I would just like yeah. him to, to experience that for the first time. So that's how I would do it. Any average person who like if uh, outside of Finn would probably be, I'd probably say chronological. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I, I would say, I don't think you can go wrong either way in this case. I know there's, you know, probably some diehards that'll, that'll say otherwise. Um, but I think you could go either way. I think I'd probably go chronological just because I think as we've talked about, that's probably the worst one. So you're taking a risk by doing that where it's like, you're getting like the worst out of the way and it's only going to get better. But I feel sometimes with most TV shows, like, you know, breaking bad is my favorite TV show ever. And it's like the first season and second up until the end of the second season are pretty slow. So it's like, it really works. It's way too, uh, to, you know, points in that. Um, but yeah, I would definitely say chronological and then just, uh, I think it ends with episode eight. I don't think you do nine. So that's, uh, that's my opinion on that. Fair in enough. fact, I would, I would do something interesting and do backwards and start with rise of Skywalker Get out and of then here. Just, you, and you, just see what happens. 
You know we've been recording for two hours when Hanratty's like, I go backwards. Just do it. Start, Start with the rise of Skywalker and end with a new hope. <laughs> All right. Well, enough out of you. We're uh, we're gonna tie a bow on uh, the live action movies, uh, but we still have a little bit more Star Wars content we're gonna discuss here. Um, so there's actually two new shows, uh, Star Wars related on Disney Plus. Uh, the first mm. one is Star Wars Visions. Uh, which are nine different episodes. They're 15 minutes each, and they're standalone episodes set in the Star Wars universe, not necessarily canon, um, but they're all anime. And uh, boy, they're just absolutely gorgeous. Um, What did you guys think about Visions from from what you've seen? So I've only watched two episodes. I watched The Duel and The Ninth Jedi, um, which is good because I can jump around and not necessarily like... I'm actually... I, I, on another Disney Plus, like with uh, What If, mm-hmm. um, I kind of stopped after we last talked, but apparently now that's like wrapping up to be mm-hmm. like all tied together. So I'm glad I didn't just jump around with that one because then I'd be really confused. Like if I watch the last episode like tomorrow, um, but with um, with Visions, I, I I watched the duel on the plane on the way to Disney, and I was like I was blown away. Like the anime, like it's not a it's not a new story in terms of not just like Star Wars, but it's like a it, like that whole concept of like a stranger coming into a town and like you know you see it on, on like a lot of westerns and you know a lot of um you know uh was it like like kung fu movies samurai or, movies or, or yeah. samurai samurai I'm sorry yeah, yeah. so um but I think it was cool to like with the addition of the lightsabers in there the animation style is, is beautiful like I really love the animation in the two episodes that I saw um I, I think it's better than what if um I mean they're not supposed to be the same but I prefer the animation over I think that the um, like the action scenes really click really well with the animation in um, in Star in Visions, um, but I mean I'm I with it's so great that they're only like short they're short episodes so I can like knock them out in a couple days um, probably in like a couple hours and realistic but um, yeah I'm I'm you know I love the duel uh, the two I saw the duel is my favorite um, but yeah I, I'm definitely um, hoping to check them out within the next couple of days or so so. Yeah, I mean, uh, definitely the bite size, you know, version of it where it's, you know, I think one's like 20 minutes, but for the most part, I've only seen the first three. Um, But yeah, I mean, all the praises of the duel uh, for really samurai Western influences. A lot of them, at least from the first three, have to do with like kyber crystals and crystals, even though some of them don't say it. Um, Really enjoyed Tatooine Rhapsody is just like, uh, Hey, what if, uh, you know, I was a Jedi and I just wanted to be a rock star instead and pursue my dreams, uh, you know, spoilers if anyone, I mean, but I mean, I don't really think you can spoil it. <laughs> and the, uh, the twins is a good one. It kind of based off of what if Luke and Leia for the most part were, you know, raised by the Sith. So, um, interesting there for that. Um, and kind of talks into a little bit about that kind of the pull of, of good, good and evil, uh, there for it, but yeah, really enjoying it again. I mean, if you're a fan and you're a little hesitant because of, you know, it is anime, um, I would say it's easy to jump into it's, you know, it's not a huge commitment, you know, they're, they're not, you know, back to back where it's like, you got to keep up similar. I think I would a little different from what if, but very much in the vein, as Chris said, so yeah, really looking forward to them. Um, so for me, I love visions. Uh, I would say if you're on the fence about watching it, don't sleep on it. Like I almost slept on it. I wasn't going to watch it. And then I'm like, you know what? They're 15 minute episodes. I like anime. Yeah. What, what's to lose? Let me check it out. And That's absolutely love them. Um, 
art style on all the episodes is uh you know great uh absolutely gorgeous they're they're based on different uh kind of uh anime or manga influences yeah there's um, different there's different studios that have done them too it says like yeah in the beginning like introduced by and so it's, it's nice to see kind of different authors getting to tell you know maybe a story or a passion project they've they've had um you know right. pocketed of the story right um so uh you know there's nine episodes i'm just going to give you a quick ranking of my favorite four um and these are from top to bottom but you know the great thing about this because it's an anthology you can watch them in any order you want uh so my number one is episode one the duel which we talked about a uh, brief description of that a wandering stranger with a mysterious past defends a village from a power for, from powerful bandits uh episode five the ninth jedi the, the other one hands watched is my number two the daughter of a lightsaber smith is pursued by dark forces whole uh on a dangerous mission while on a dangerous mission uh episode seven the elder is my number three a jedi and his padawan pursue a dark and powerful presence and my fourth recommendation is episode four the village bride a jedi on the run takes in the unique customs of a remote village under threat by a warlord but uh all the episodes honestly are very entertaining and they're all really good. They're all different, you know, flavor. So by all means, check them all out. Uh, so the other show that I had on here, which I just found today is star Wars uh, galaxy of sounds. Are you guys familiar with this? Do you know anything about it? Um, I've seen it on uh, Disney uh, plus, but I didn't, I didn't like kind of look and see what it was. So this is really interesting. Um, it is, there are many episodes. Each episode is like seven minutes long, uh, precisely. And they have clips running through the various movies and also the Mandalorian. Um, but all it has are sound effects. There's no score. There's hmm. no dialogue. It's just sound effects. That's that's awesome. Uh, so it's almost like white noise, like ambient noise. Um, <laughs> so like, you know, you're you're on Naboo and starfighters zoom by and you just hear the starfighters and then it flashes to you know that uh villa that uh anakin and padme were on and you see a waterfall and you hear the water trickling and like it's all of that and and they say at the end of each episode that it's a tribute to the the sound designers and engineers and the foley artists and all that stuff um so it's it's very intriguing uh and each each episode has a theme you know there's like wonder and beeps and the light side the dark side uh, and all of that stuff but um i put it on for my daughter and she was uh she was entertained <laughs> she's one and well not quite nice. one and a half but uh yeah she she found it fascinating um entertainment value not a ton but you know if you're looking for background <laughs> noise it's it's pretty good so i'd recommend checking it out oh nice all right, interesting cool. nice all right well that wraps it up thank you guys for hanging in there the i know this rankings Yes, definitive rankings of the Star Wars movies. We'll revisit in, you know, six years when Patty Jenkins and Taika Waititi have Star Wars movies out and everything will be right with the world again. Um, Can't wait. But but let us know your lists and your rankings, uh, you know, post it up uh, in our comment section on YouTube or, um, you know, shoot us an email or message us, whatever, on uh in the comment section on Facebook, anything. It's all good. Reply on Twitter, please. At PS Live Spicy. Um, so with all that being said, Harry, you have anything for the peeps? 
Hey, uh, I'm going to enjoy my weekend. I hope you guys do too. Appreciate you guys listening to our, to our episode. I mean, whenever you talk about star Wars, you know, it's going to be a long conversation. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, we had a round table one time for the last Jedi and, uh, discussing our thoughts on it and problems and, and positive. So appreciate hours long, mind you <laughs> hours long for sure. Um, but yeah, please reach out to us. Let us know what your thoughts are. You know, are, are you know what other content would you like to see us do about Star Wars? And uh, thanks for listening. And anything for the peeps? Uh, just thanks for sticking with us. It was, uh, you know, a lot of Star Wars talk. And it, we didn't I feel like we didn't even scratch the surface with some of the stuff we have, especially with upcoming mm. TV shows. And uh, so anything, as Harry said, if you think anything that we have may have missed or want us to talk about a um, lot of great uh, just movie content coming out in October. So hopefully we go to check that out, especially my and most anticipated of the last, I don't know, five years when they announced it, uh, Dune will be out soon. So sci-fi and fantasy. Yeah. So mm-hmm. hopefully um, we touch on that. Uh, either way, you're going to either way, whatever we talk about on whatever episode, I'm breaking it in and you're going to you're hear it. about it. You're going to I'll reenact <laughs> Dune. Nice. Uh, All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for hanging in there uh, and for listening or viewing. Um, As always, be sure to like, follow, comment, subscribe, leave us a review on iTunes, all of that good stuff. Follow us on Twitter at PS Live Spicy. And speaking of which, remember to always live spicy. Spicy.